0: Hey, Sidekicks. At the end of the episodes, we've been telling you that we'll let you know where we are when we know where we are. Well, now we know. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere you stream your podcasts. You can also find us on social media, at Cape Podcasters on the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Neato.
1: Warning. This is a friendly neighborhood reminder to watch before you listen. This show is full of spoilers and we literally talk about every scene in the movie. Also... We use some not-so-super language, so maybe make your kids go outside and play for a little while so you can listen to two grown men talk about people in costumes fighting other people in costumes in peace. Hello, citizens, and welcome to the PodCave. I'm Dave Michaels. And I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. It's a show where we talk about some supermen. And sometimes super women. What are we doing today? What are we what are we talking about?
0: Today we are we're talking about uh the old uh the wall crawler, the uh the original webhead, the old bombastic bagman. We're talking about the amazing, the spectacular Spider-Man.
1: Directed by Sam Raimi. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to back here because the reason we chose Spider-Man is is because Batman started off Kind of the modern superhero, the modern blockbuster, modern blockbuster, the modern superhero as we know it today. Saying, "Hey, you can make a super movie, a superhero movie, and make money and make
0: money."
2: Absolutely.
1: Where X Men really, I think, started off modern, like in two thousand, started it out. Just the superhero genre kind of relaunched it. Spider Man said, "Fuck you, X Men! I got this."
0: Yeah, basically, hold my web, hold my web.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we got another pairing here of just genre mixing
0: just totally out of left field
1: so tim burton directs batman because mm-hmm. you know that makes sense sure and he puts and he puts michael keaton in his batman because that makes because sense that makes sense but here we have sam raimi and toby mcguire which makes even less sense i don't get it and you know what it worked it worked again
0: it did against all odds i think the the moral here is you can pretty much cast anybody and have anybody direct, and people will go see comic book movies.
1: So what you're saying. Oh, please. Man of Steel. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what you're saying. Suicide, no, suicide Squad actually said okay at the box office. Shouldn't say that. It did. I don't know how much I believe. You might be right. I don't know that. Ben Affleck was Batman.
0: Ben Affleck was Batman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Batman... But V Superman
0: Like we said last uh, week, he he was a decent Bruce Wayne. He was a very good Bruce Wayne, just wasn't a good Batman. Yeah. But he might have been the closest to comic accurate so far.
1: Yeah, but it just Which It shows that the dynamic of of your character in the costume and out of the costume, that we could just say like he was a good Bruce Wayne, but he wasn't a good Batman. Right. Whereas I think in Spider Man Tom Maguire is pretty good in and out of the of the costume in this. He's pretty good. He's he's acceptable, but I think the reason why he's good in it is because the amount of campiness that's in this movie.
0: Oh, absolutely! Is
1: it doesn't try to go as serious as I don't know Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy, <laughs> but it doesn't try to go as goofy as say like a Thor Ragnarok goes. Right. It finds like such a happy medium here. But, I mean, Sam Raimi's not known for doing this type of thing. He's known for the Evil Dead.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, he, oh, I'm looking at his list here. So, he does the Evil Dead. That's kind of his big breakout. Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. He's got a little rapport here with this Bruce Campbell fellow. He
0: sure does like this Bruce Campbell guy.
1: And we love him for that.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You get a simple plan. Fine. For the love of the game, he's branching out. He's going to do himself a sort of sports movie. I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. Does the gift. You got You got his Spider-Mans. He does Oz the Great and Powerful because I guess him and James Franco liked working together, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I guess so. But there's no denying that this guy can make a fucking movie. Yeah. And he was the perfect guy for this movie.
0: Absolutely. The way this movie bounced around before he was finally selected as director. It's kind of amazing that he ended up with it.
1: Wolf else is on the list?
0: Um, well, actually, the original screenplay was by James Cameron. Uh, it started... I want to say this movie started bouncing around somewhere in the 80s. Okay. The rights for this movie were switching between studios for years, uh, starting at Canon Studios, and I believe James Cameron was attached to it. And... Uh, I guess around that time, Charlie Sheen was vying for the role of Peter Parker. But James Cameron, after Titanic, was like, no, it's just for Leo. Only Leo can play this role.
1: Leo would not have been a good Spider-Man. I don't think (laughs) Leo would have been a very
0: good Peter Parker.
1: There you go, taking him out of the suit.
0: Yeah, you can't. But anyway, other directors that were attached to it at different points were uh, uh, Ang Lee, David Fincher, M. Night Shyamalan,
1: Oh, that would have been so bad.
0: Oh, so bad. What? Uh, oh, God. Chris Columbus. This
2: was
1: right in like the heart of his twist era, too.
0: Yeah, like the twist would have been that Spider-Man was the bad guy or something ridiculous like that.
1: Yeah, because Six Sense came out in 99. This was right in the heart of yeah, the twist.
0: Right in the middle of, of M. Night Shyamalan twist factory. Village oh, God. Was just Turns like out
1: Village. it was MJ in the costume the whole time.
0: Oh, that would have been a good twist. I hate it. Wait, do you mean MJ as the Green Goblin?
1: No, I mean Michael Jordan. Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Michael Jordan as Mary Jane Watson.
1: With the red hair and all. Absolutely. I love it.
0: Maybe I do love it. (laughs) You know what? I'd go see it. So they'd probably hit their money. So in, really,
1: in the 90s, we'll call it, you kind of had your big-name writers slash directors, James Cameron being a big one. The guy I ended up writing this thing. There's no schlub. No, not at all. David Kep, not a schlub. You know, the guy who did Jurassic Park, I get it's an adaptation, but so is this. He does Mission Impossible, he's the one who revamps that entire series into the, what it is. The man writes hits. Kind it's a secret window. We can we'll let it go. So that's fine. He starts doing the Dan Brown stuff with Angels and Demons. Right. Fine. Those are a bit tricky to do.
0: But this guy's but an this acceptable guy's
1: had, career move. But now you have the dinosaur guy and the evil dead guy writing a Spider-Man. Why not? All right.
0: Why not? All right. You got dinosaurs. You got evil dead. That's a, uh, I feel like the natural progression is Spider-Man. Do a Spider-Man
1: guy. We're going to give you $139 million to create a web slinger. Can I bring Bruce Campbell? You can bring Bruce Campbell. Fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can I bring my brother?
1: Fine. <laughs> <laughs> this this movie's important in the superhero genre, not only because, I mean,
2: oh, yeah, it's, it's huge. Marvel's
1: kind of flagship character, if you will. Right. Stanley, Steve Ditko, just, Matt, I know we're not trying to talk comic books that much because we're not that well-versed in the comics. True. But this is
0: this their the big one.
1: This, this is, is the big one yeah. in my mind, how it goes down. Yeah, we have the MCU. That's going to come. This isn't part of the MCU.
0: But this predates it.
1: This motherfucker does 114 million opening weekend. It made its nut almost entirely back opening weekend. Opening
0: weekend. That's insane.
1: And it ends up US grows 403 million and worldwide 821 million. You think they're making a sequel or two? Cause I sure do.
0: Maybe. <laughs> uh do you know how much Tobey Maguire made? How much? $4 million. That's
1: not that bad. That's not terrible. For a whole movie. Right. Because, I mean, Downey gets like 20 for six minutes of screen time now, Spider-Man Homecoming.
0: Oh, That's true. That's true.
1: And Toby's having to work in this thing.
0: Oh, big time. He's
1: doing a ton of... This is a Toby Maguire movie.
0: Absolutely. And that's
1: crazy. Because Batman is not a Michael Keaton movie. That's a Jack Nicholson movie.
0: That's true. That's true. I would argue almost that it's a J.K. Simmons movie, but... He doesn't have enough screen time for it to be his movie, but he steals it for sure.
1: Trust my barber. i <laughs> It's a.
2: I love that J.K. Simmons
1: is the perfect casting of this. Perfect. He's the one who got that, that. I mean, knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Completely knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And J. Jonah Jameson is a very important character. Extremely important because he's kind of the one who sets up the whole storyline. It's not you don't have the public. I guess. Showing is Spider-Man a hero or, or a menace. Or a menace. You have newspaper Man doing it. And you actually give that some weight, and that's terrific.
0: Let's talk about Toby Maguire. Tobes McGobes. Where's he coming from? Oh. Not a whole lot of places. <laughs> he hasn't done a lot at this point. Uh he's in Pleasantville, which I oh, love. That he, was, movie. R- he was ripped in that movie. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> by right the time looked... he
1: took his shirt off and then he became colorful that he was looked, crazy he
0: looked like a superhero for sure had the same
1: haircut in this movie I feel like
0: yeah I don't think he he does a lot with with his hair no I don't think other so other than in Spider-Man 3 but he's
1: got that like all shucks just look to him yeah and like, just oh, it guys, works it works guys. all around uh, and
0: then he did the, uh, the Cider House Rules sure and I think that's where that's where Sam Raimi was like this guy I like him I like this I like his face you know what? He seems kind of Peter Parker-y, I guess.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to do a Spider-Man movie anytime soon, but man, if I did, Peter Parker.
0: And uh, those are really his two biggest credits to that point.
1: That's not a lot.
0: He was in a scene that, uh, that got cut from Empire Records. Oh, I remember that one. So. That scene. So memorable. So,
1: realistically, this is star making here.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, he was a hitchhiker in fear and loathing, but sure you know he's like barely got a credit you know
1: not a nobody but not really a somebody
0: yeah this is this is his moment this is where he shines and you want to know who, who
1: we're gonna pair him with on this kirsten dunst
0: good old kirsten dunst. why
1: not mostly doing i mean she did jumanji
0: she did do Jumanji. <laughs> and, very young at that point.
1: And then kind of just popped around to some TV, did some ER. So that was great for her.
0: Was she
2: on ER?
1: Did a couple episodes, I'm seeing here. She wow. did six, yeah. She popped into Small Soldiers.
2: Oh, I remember I'll that. assume
1: that's where she got the job from this. I don't know why, but, I mean, nothing really came out after that. Virgin Suicide's fine. Dick, fine.
0: I forgot about Dick.
1: Yeah, bring it on. I mean, was just a couple years before this, so she's- She's been. She's not an unknown regularly. by any means. She yeah. was around.
0: I guess she uh she went out for it because she saw that uh, Toby Maguire was attached to it, and she's like, "Oh, this is going to be a little less uh, blockbustery, something a little bit more an art film, art filmy." Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sam Raimi and Toby Maguire? This is going to be like a little art film. Oh, this Spider-Man. will be great.
1: This will be great. But wait, I'll see you, Sam Raimi. I'll see your Tobey Maguire. I'll see your Kirsten Dunst. I'll see your J.K. Simmons. And I'm going to raise you Willem fucking Defoe as the villain.
0: Willem fucking
1: Defoe, Oh, indeed. my God. He might be the tone setter in this. Yeah. Yeah, I think might so. He might be the tone setter in this movie. He comes out. He's kind of
0: fatherly, I guess. Only to Peter, but not so much to Harry.
1: Yeah, and it kind of seems like he's playing, even when he's playing it like nice and laid back. Yeah. It still feels over the top for some reason. <laughs> and I don't know why. Right?
0: And he's, I consider myself something of a scientist.
1: But then they just turn the camera on him at one point and just say, hey, talk to yourself with this mirror.
0: That's the best scene. And of then the he fucking movie. does it. And it is incredible. It's the best scene of the movie. Oh, man. It's definitely the best acting in the movie. Without a doubt. It's incredible.
1: Actually, I have one scene I think is better acting, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. You want to get into it? Let's get into okay, it. Okay, we'll get into it. We'll come back to that. So we get to open up because with just we got Peter misses the bus. Of course. Because why wouldn't he? He's a kid. He's a 26-year-old kid just, in high school. Just
0: a 26-year-old high schooler, always running late for the bus. Did the age bother you in this at all? Yes, it did. But it was also 2002 when they were- regularly casting twenty somethings yeah. as high schoolers. So. That's
1: why I feel like that everyone looked too old. So it actually made it easier. Yeah, to it believe was, it
0: was acceptable at the time.
1: Yeah, you didn't have like a random 16 year old on the bus with a that it made it feel just so that uncomfortable jarring, and yeah. just take you out of it right away. Well
0: that kid looks like he belongs there. Everybody else is an adult.
1: I can tell you who doesn't look like a high schooler. Joe Maganella.
0: <laughs> Good old Flash Thompson. Uh, this was his uh his debut this was his first job out of college
1: it took him a little while to get big I get why I yeah. get it
0: oh yeah Sorry. well now he's huge yeah no that he he needed to take his time I guess he uh, he originally went out for the part of of Peter Parker nope that would have been terrible it would have been awful he was like a he's, six he's foot like... six Peter Parker <laughs> they would have hired had to hire like a linebacker. To yeah. Play against him as Flash Thompson. It
1: would have been Brian Erlacher as a stunt double.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get a guy bigger than him. And that's pretty insane. much it.
1: I and mean, I guess they're going on a field trip in this. It felt like a college visit, but then they call it a field trip at some oh, yeah, point. Yeah, they're yeah, going to a, Columbia. They're
0: going to Columbia.
1: Which I appreciate because to me, we actually have a real city play around with yes to paint the picture we're we're in new york
0: fucking new york fucking new york we're not in gotham nope whatever wherever that is it's like springfield yeah (laughs) every town usa
1: yeah so they go to columbia harry osborne rolls up in his rolls royce and then says hey can you drop me off from the corner acting like we don't know the fuck's in there already right that's stupid that's That's how we get introduced to this character and norman osborne willem Dafoe. that's stupid
0: It is stupid, but it it immediately sets its own for Norman and Harry's relationship. It does. I'll give you that. It's also interesting that this is where Norman and Peter meet for the very first time. But then later in the movie, it's like,
1: I've been like a father to you? Yeah, it's like, we just met. We just met. You walked out on Thanksgiving one time. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
0: I've been like a father to you. Yeah, ever since we first met Uh last week.
1: Maybe it was like, I don't know, because I have issues with the timing timing of this movie. The timing of this movie is very confusing. It's crazy. And they're going to, I, I just it's the science room with spiders. The science spider room, spiders. They're doing, I guess, genetic research. Sure, not radioactive, which is no. already a change. Already, but Switching it makes things up. I like it.
0: And, yeah, yeah. It, and Peter feels... won't talk to MJ. No, he's he's so shy. So shy about talking to his next door neighbor his, since he was six uh, years a old. A
1: four foot chain link fence separates them, and he won't talk yeah, to the. He this won't girl. talk
0: to her. But he can clearly see into her window. Cl- oh,
1: definitely. And hear the yelling. Oh, yeah. And that's the only depth we get about MJ's character,
0: more <laughs> or less. Basically, is that her dad is a dick.
1: Yeah. But the mom, she's part of the grapevine, calling around. Yep. That ha- she's a mom, by the way. She's got
0: a mom. We didn't know. Doesn't matter. They're talking spiders. They're talking about spiders. There's several different types of spiders that have different attributes.
1: Well, the good news is that they list them eventually. They sure did, And that made me very
0: happy. This movie filmed in the winter. They had to ship the spiders in. Some of them came from New Zealand.
1: You'd, you'd figure nowadays they would just CGI those bad boys in there.
0: Oh, now they definitely would.
1: I mean, they had to wait for the spiders to, like, jump and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. And
0: it's a good thing they weren't like Peter, who uh, had his camera, and every time he took a picture, he got nudged. But he would only attempt one picture of each yeah. of these spiders. But he got he, he managed to snap off seven pictures of Mary Jane yeah. before she no walked nudgers. away. There's no nudgers. Bullies, that was the only move. And it worked. And it worked. Well, everybody knows you only get one shot at the spider. That's it. But you get seven shots at Mary Jane. That's it. And
1: then Mary Jane had to point out, oh, you're missing a For spider. For the paper. For the paper. <laughs> oh, God. Mary Jane points out they're missing a spider. Yeah, because of course they There's are. There's only fourteen, but of course there are. But they must
0: be. Uh, it's hanging up in the rafters doing there. I don't understand on it. how
1: this spider ends up biting just one
0: person. That's pretty impressive. That is. It's, it's just a straight shot just down. Like, you know what? I feel like biting something right now. It's Very now.
1: colorful spider. Oh yeah. Species unknown. Hasn't been researched for some
0: reason yet. It well, walks its ass right it's underneath a the genetic amalgamation of all those other spiders.
1: Oh, we. How do we know that? because they, they fucking listed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we combined all the powers of this spider. That was
1: this good. And- this they put this whole entire all the super powers right on front street. So, yeah. Basically, Spider-Man video game his now his move list and his powers include web tensile strength, yep. Spider strength, jumping,
0: check speed check
1: spider sense because Sp- that's a they had attribute
0: to, they had, we call it like a spider sense
1: precognition right i don't know if minority report was out yet but oh no it's pretty much just a spider in a bathtub I
0: think minority report came out in 04
1: maybe and then they list speed again Don't quote me because he's super fast i guess oh yeah they listed twice speed speed More and speed. uh combining protein pairs oh yeah because that's important
0: that's the most important
1: one <laughs> and the spider did so the spider walks its ass right underneath this spider identifying system and it gets identified as new species what happens after that with the spider <laughs> they see all this shit they see it's the same color as spider-man these are bad scientists don't go to columbia kids they yeah. don't know they're spiders yeah that's they can't <laughs> they can't crack this code
2: boop, 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 boop. i don't know what this is
1: so he gets bit This is it. Nice clean origin.
0: This is 10 and a half minutes into the movie. Yeah, we just get right to it. They just, they fast roll it. No parents
1: dying an hour, 40 minutes in, anything uh, like that. It's great. (laughs) They
0: pretty much say, oh, my parents are dead six and a half minutes into the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually, uh, six and a half minutes in, you've covered a lot. You got dead parents. Peter's smart. Harry's dumb. Norman's impressed. Not by Harry being dumb, but by Peter being smart. And then, uh,. Four minutes later, Peter- MJ's shy ish. Ish? I guess. I don't know. She's a popular girl.
1: She is, but we only see her like with a few people. That's true. It's so a real small, like.
0: Yeah, she she talks to those, those the two girls. girls and then James Franco for a long time. Yeah, and who Flash. Steals, who steals all of Peter's lines. Yeah. But.
1: What are you going to do?
0: What can you do? What are you going to do? You're too chicken to talk to your next door He's neighbor. He's not going to
1: give you 127 hours to come up to, to make your move. I see what you did there. Uh huh. <laughs> so then we we move on to the Osborne lab with yep. the glider and the I army fellows. The glider
0: fellows. and the army fellows. Good old General Slocum.
1: Yeah, um, uh, I didn't realize he had a name.
0: Uh, I didn't either until afterwards.
1: <laughs> He's all mean and gruff. Yeah, like, he doesn't like really army.
0: like Norman Osborne.
1: Well, the issue I had with this is that they're testing something in there. I, oh, it was uh, – you see the glider for the first time. Yeah. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. It's pretty sweet. I enjoy it. But then they start talking about, I guess, the goblin serum.
0: Yeah, they're, they're trying to create a super soldier serum. Yeah. Sounds, sounds familiar. familiar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they list out the attributes to this serum too. Well, why wouldn't they? <laughs> so, we know our hero – Let's meet the villain. Oh, he's gonna have violence, aggression, and insanity.
0: insanity. Just insanity. Right. We need to roll the whole thing back. But you could tell that the,
1: that the Slocum fellow doesn't like Osborne because he invites the competition to Osborne's lab. Yeah. To ask, hey, can you do it better?
0: Who the fuck? That's not how business works. No, that's maybe that's how government contracts work, but You don't invite the competition. It doesn't, doesn't Osborne
1: seem right. wasn't there in the in the quest proving ground later. <laughs> He, sh- he was he wasn't it, <laughs> not by invite he wasn't invited not You're by right. invite
0: that's when uh, Dr. Mendel Strom there Dr. Strom really pisses Norman off by just telling the truth to be honest can't. he's like it's not proven we've got mice going nuts I think I think maybe we uh, we start this over from scratch can't do that can't say that how dare you can't do that not
1: gonna work do you want to, to do instead we go meet Aunt May and Uncle Ben.
0: Let's go meet Aunt May and Uncle Ben.
1: <laughs> We're just going to get out of there. We don't need to be there anymore. No, that was enough of that. So, Uncle Ben's having a real bad movie.
0: Uh, Uncle Ben is too old for computers. Yeah, he got laid off. Yeah.
1: Uncle yeah. Ben's got a real rough movie here. He's
0: just sitting there at the paper looking yeah. for all jobs, and they're all computer jobs. And he's like, I'm 68 years old. I can't learn computers. Not with that attitude, you can't, Uncle Ben. Also, uh, Cliff Robertson was seventy five at the time of filming. He doesn't look a day over eighty. They makeup actually aged him up to look 68. Holy hell! I guess.
1: I mean, he did not look
0: 68. No, no, he. Well, everybody in this movie looked older than they were supposed to. Maybe that was the goal so, then. Yeah. Like if we make him look eighty, then they won't be like, oh, he's. It's not sixty. Yeah. He's, oh, that, well, if he's eighty, he's only sixty. Then I guess Peter must be.
1: Forty-ish,
0: eighteen.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Either way, Peter's going to be a teenager, and he's just going to go right upstairs when he gets home. Absolutely, he's not feeling well. We yeah. all know what that means. We all know what that means. The internet was a thing
0: in two thousand two. Yeah, he's gonna uh, he's gonna download some thirty second real media clips. Uh huh. He's gonna he's gonna have himself a ball. For an allegedly smart kid, yeah, he uh. He seems to not be very worried about this giant spider bite on his hand. No. And the fact that he's legitimately passing out and not feeling well.
1: Yeah, but the, he gets on the bed. He's not good at laying in beds. No. Because he goes right off of that bad yeah, boy. bye. And he's a floor layer now. He sure, <laughs> that's sure it. Is. That's how you know it's, it's real. Takes his shirt off. That's good. So we can see skinny Pete. Body double. Was it really? Yeah. I guess it kind of
0: had to be. Wasn't even really him. All right. Apparently, Toby McGuire thought that the guy needed to be skinnier. No. Nope. No. That would be sickly. That yeah, would, that be, would have been... be
1: Christian Bale and the Machinist. Exactly. Sickly. Yeah. So he's all sick and whatnot. Fine. We watched DNA. That was exciting. Do you think that David Kemp wrote the DNA in there because of Mr. DNA in Jurassic
0: Park? Maybe. I don't know. And yo, PETA DNA. It seemed like they had this plan for a whole sequence of of peter buffing up in his sleep and then they were like oh budget let's just throw in some stock footage of some dna we got this we got this
1: (laughs) so the good news is is that while he's all DNAing out (laughs) pretty much just those proteins are combining or whatever happens
0: the normal stuff that happens when you get bit by a spider it's dna combines with yours yeah naturally that's that's just science
1: that's pre- Speaking of science, we're going back to
0: Oscorp. Let's go back to we're Oscorp. We're going to Oscorp.
1: So, Willem Dafoe decides, I'm going to test my own my own insanity drug that's making <laughs> rats was, go fucking nuts. To
0: be fair, it was only one rat of the 20 trials. So, so there's a 5% chance they'll go insane. So he's going to test it on himself. Uh, this is the first part of the movie where I noticed Danny fucking Elfman. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he is. He's back. I got it in the
1: opening credits and it's real, real good. Yeah. But it's I it's was not very Batman distracted.
0: Good. Very distracted by the um the narration, the intro. Why did it need to be there? It didn't. There was no reason for it. You can't it. just have a boy chase the bus. Somebody lied. <laughs> Somebody told you I'm just like a regular dude. Why are we setting this thing up like a like a film
1: noir? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Because Sam Raimi.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. One of my favorite things in the movie actually happens here, and I wonder if it was an improv line. It's when Dr. Mendelstrom puts him into the, I guess, onto the table. And the thing touches and he goes, ooh, it's ooh, cold. cold. <laughs> <laughs> and I absolutely love that line. That's I wonder great. if it was real. I, I It's probably improv. I feel like that's an improv line. Yeah. And it was so, so good. And also Norman Osborne sure doesn't have a shirt on. Right. Because... because
0: well, if you're going to be inhaling gas.
1: Well, we got to go skinny for skinny here. You can't. We're going to show changes to bodies.
0: Body changes.
1: Because I guess that's what we do now.
0: Well, we couldn't do it with Spider Man, so. It's true. It's crazy that they both got their powers the same night. Yeah, that's real lucky. That's are, real lucky. What are the odds?
1: You know what the odds are of Willem Dafoe? Willem Defoeing all over the fucking screen?
0: I mean, it's probably they're, 100%. They're real high here. 100%. He odds. goes crazy. Bananas. First, he legitimately dies. Yeah. Yeah. And then he wakes up with super strength. And then Dr. Strom legitimately dies. And then Dr. Strom legitimately
1: dies. That's exciting. As Dr. Strom's eyes close for the final time in his life, Peter Parker's open up.
0: Oh, it
1: changes. Pete's going
0: through spider puberty.
1: He is, and that touch with the
0: glasses is so good. Such a good shot. It's so, so simple. Good. It's brilliant. Ah, uh, they use giant glasses in front of the camera. It's a whole
1: yeah, but it's a whole and rack focused
0: show. Don't tell, like type of thing. You right. You. Uh,
1: he's not. He's going to do it later. He's going to treat the audience like they're fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. But here he's not, and it's no. great. And then we see all. He's not even that buff. He's not that buff.
0: But he's as buff as Spider Man needs to be. I guess so. Spider-Man's an everyman.
1: He is an everyman, but I mean- He's just that, you know- It doesn't work. Steve Rogers is somewhere laughing, saying- (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's all you got? (laughs) (laughs) Spider guy. Yeah, so he goes downstairs and Uncle Ben. They're supposed to be painting. Right. Uncle Ben calling him Michelangelo. Michelangelo. The turtle? I guess so. Makes sense to me. He knows. He knows something's up. Mutant. Yeah. He knows something's up. That's
0: definitely- That's the reference.
1: MJ's getting yelled at? by your dad because because your dad's dick well no because character development needs needs to happen somewhere for sure sure. that had to be an afterthought
0: (laughs) like oh we should let people know that her home life isn't great
1: yeah and i have a personal issue with the next scene the next shot it's peter and mj they're talking on the street about stuff he has no problem talking to her all of a sudden
0: well he got all that spider confidence in his sleep
1: that must be it. He's, <laughs> he woke up, he's real web now. He woke up
0: buffing with good vision. So he was like, Still Peter Parker. Still still doesn't Parker. know what's going on though. All he knows true. is he's buffing my eyes work. And they're blue. I never noticed that. They're very blue.
1: My issue is that they're standing on the street and we're in New York, and right over Peter's shoulder, Massachusetts license plate.
0: Oh, I did not see that. Clear as day. That's amazing.
1: That is horrible set decoration oh. in this movie. You have a chance here to strike and really just keep the New York thing alive. I feel like someone from Boston said, hey, watch this.
0: Right. Watch that. It's like when that one guy mixed the uh, the David Ortiz jersey into the concrete when they were making the new oh, New York. S- real
1: slap in the face.
0: Yeah. It's just a little bit of,
1: hey. He's their daddy. That's
0: all it is. Yeah. <laughs> So Peter misses the bus yet again. Well, yeah. I mean, he might be a superhero now, but he's still Peter Parker. He is, and then he tears a paper sign oh. "Superhero." <laughs> da, da, da. Oh man! <laughs> Let me just try to catch the bus by putting my hand on it, and whoops! Oh, I have paper ripping powers.
1: He does, but, I mean, I get, oh, my hands are all sticky, but you're a teenage boy. All teenage boys' hands are sticky. <laughs>
0: it's it's because he stormed up the stairs the night before.
1: Yeah, to go up to his room all alone. We know how teenage boys are. While this is happening, it's time for Norman Osborne to wake up. Also on the floor. A lot of floor. A yeah. lot of floor time. He, Harry finds him, gets told Dr. Strom died. What? Oh, man. He had no clue, though. That was kind of interesting to me. He, yeah. He I had- legit, I bought it.
0: I I did, I did too. Uh, it was a pretty good setting up of the the two different personalities, but also kind of convenient that Doctor Strom died last night. He has no memory of last night, but nobody's going to question it. But he's a very smart man. That's true. How so, smart? Something of a scientist. Some would say
1: he's a Oz Corp. He's got his own company. He does. For now, we don't need any more explanation. I guess. Because now we're going to finally see some of these
0: superpowers. Also the glider in the suit. Dunbin oh, picked. they're gone. I forgot Dunbin about took. that. And they're gone. Mysterious. Let's check in on Pete at high school.
1: This is It's two movies going on right now. Oh, I feel big like.
0: time. That's pretty much it. So Pete in the cafeteria eating alone. Of course. He's an outcast. Loner, Dottie. A rebel. So he's
1: going to come back. What would happen if Tim Burton directed this movie? <laughs> oh, it would have been weird. It would have been weird. It would have been so weird. I feel
0: like he'd been fighting like Jack Skellington or something like that. I don't know. It would have been. Uh, he would have been fighting Morbius. Who's that? The vampire that sometimes is Peter Parker's foe. Really?
1: Yeah. I didn't know there was a vampire. Yeah. Again, not a comic book man. I'm a movie guy. That's what oh, we're trying to stick with well, here. So,
0: <laughs> Sony's going to put out a Morbius movie starring Jared Leto. So, just give it time. I want to quit. Well, I want to quit. The way you I want to quit. The way you can protest this movie is don't go see Venom, and they'll cancel oh, the movie. But Venom looks real good. It it, it looks okay. It's
1: not tough for Grace. That's the only thing wrong with this one. <laughs> <laughs> That is. That's the only thing wrong with it. We find out what spider sense is. We sure. He catches we. MJ. Yeah.
0: And then he balances stuff on a tray. Cool. Amazing. Not CGI. That's that's a skill. He actually caught all that stuff. Only took 156 takes.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. But I appreciate that because it looks great. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you're like this movie's full of practical things, and that makes me so happy. Oh, yeah. And it shows there's CGI, and that shows there's a lot of it. But <laughs> Still.
0: And it's kind of amazing how far CGI's come since 1989 to 2002, but also how far it's come since 2002. Yeah, yeah, leaps and
1: bounds. Some would say. Yeah. So
0: she compliments those those
1: baby blues. She does. She's starting to see Peter for who, Oh, you I mean, have they, eyes. I never I, noticed. You have eyes. I never I couldn't see him over this real small fence that we share.
0: You got you usually wear glasses, so I didn't know you had eyes. And guess what it's, he says uh, back?
1: Uh, Fucking nothing.
0: Nothing he at all. He just smiles. Yeah, a Toby
1: uh, Tobemogob smile. Tobes McGobe's Oh god. With smile.
0: Also, uh his webbing? It's biological. He doesn't have any shooters. No, he doesn't. Which uh that's a holdover from the James Cameron script. I want to know what Stan Lee said. All right, that's I a good too. idea. Excelsior. Well, I guess Sam Raimi, uh, he defended it by saying, what's more likely? That this is just one another one of the superpowers that he gets? Or that a high school kid is building these web shooters in his spare time that have this tensile strength? And, you know, this stuff that not even 3M could make. Maybe Sam Raimi's onto something. Maybe. I still prefer the shooters. I do, too. This worked. It worked. It worked. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, it's not the hill to die
1: on. No, it's not. But one note that those those little webbies are good for. Grabbing lunch trays and throwing them at bullies. Sure are. And he's all confused. Yeah. And then he walks out of there with a little jizz hand, pretty much holding right. this this cafeteria tray.
0: No questions about it. Flash is angry.
1: Of course, Flash is angry. Yeah.
0: He's That's a big old right. bully man. He's gonna become Deathstroke someday, and then. uh. It's not wrong. What are you going to do then, Spider Man? But yeah, we get to we get to see the spider sense. Uh, a little slow mo Matrix bullet time. Action. Yeah, and he senses flies. I feel like that'd be annoying. That would really irritate me to no end. Just, Just sensing it. Every slow
1: everything. motion flies. <laughs> and they fight.
0: They get they into sure, a hallway fight. They sure do. Flash throws some pretty good punches here. Does not fight like a high school kid would. No, no, I would, I would guess that he's probably 26 27 years old at least going <laughs> on
1: 32 spidey kicks his ass one hit fight over does flippies mm. a lot of flippies a whole lot of flippies i my <laughs> high school only had eight foot ceilings or maybe 10 foot i can't do
0: two backflips in there no there's no i can't there's do no it no room for backflips in my high school hallways either hollywood man <laughs> <laughs> new york with <laughs> their spacious buildings <laughs> yeah that's what they're known for <laughs> And then uh, people are giving him the look like, uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah.
1: Then Peter, great student that he is, cuts school. He runs away. He runs out and he goes to an alley and starts, he's got little webby fingers. And he's like, oh, my hands are sticky
0: hands. again, like they were when I got that paper. The that time I that I
1: found out what Kazaa was and how to download video. <laughs> 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 Clim- do he do climbs up a brick wall. Napster. You think so? Not, yeah. Maybe it was lime- lime Wire was a the thing then. Probably, uh,
0: I think because I was before LimeWire, so
1: because I was after Napster, yeah, for sure.
0: We might. Right we didn't be do on any of cusp. this, by the way. We never did any of this. No, no, no. We uh, were... pay for your movies, kids. Come
1: do on. it. Wink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so he climbs up the wall. I had issues with this big time. Yeah, uh, he just instinctively knew that he could do that. Yeah, but crazy. then he starts
1: spider crawling. And he's just wearing black sneakers, and his sneakers seem to be sticking to this wall pretty good. Well, yeah, that's I don't one of get the it.
0: superpowers is sticky sne- sneakers.
1: Sticky sneakers. I don't know. I had big issues with that.
2: And yeah,
0: that's. I, yeah, that's a problem. It's problematic. And then we get the the nice superhero montage, superpower montage.
2: Oh,
1: bear, well, we sort of get because he starts running and he starts figuring out try, how to figure out this web, and I actually really like
0: that. That's a great because
1: that, that just it reminds you like, no, this is a kid. This is. Toby Maguire. This is Toby Maguire doing. <laughs> go, web go. Putting up the horns here and waving <laughs> it. And it's it's great. And it, I like how the music stops and everything. Up, just, up,
0: and away, Webb.
1: Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's so good. It is. Then he decides to swing, and I don't know where that came
0: from. He just, you know. Won- For a
1: smart kid, he doesn't understand how how this works. He's going to go lower than what he, he webs to. Yeah. There's no way he's making it across. I don't.
0: Doesn't matter. High school kid. Just a regular twenty three year old high school kid. Trying That's to it. figure out how momentum and arc and all that fun stuff works.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then he's all surprised when he hits the wall, pretty much. Just oh, smashed yeah. into the wall. You wanna know what's very surprising? What's very surprising? Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben might be a dick. You think so? I kinda of, I kinda of think so. He's a secret dick. He's a passive aggressive dick. Oh, it's so bad pa- that note. Oh. Uh, he comes in, doesn't clean up his paint. Doesn't clean up the paint I first wouldn't. of all. Then writes Michelangelo.
0: Hey, Michelangelo. Oh man, mm. remember oh, that joke we had this morning? Man, and then you bailed on me, you dick. Uh, I think Pete's kind of a. Think he's teaching him a lesson, maybe. I think so. I think it's like, hey, man, you're being weird lately. Why didn't you paint when they... He's a teenage boy. He's a late teenage boy,
1: but he's a teenage boy. <laughs> he's a 23-year-old teenage He's going to be doing weird things. Fine.
0: It's fine. I guess But Pete... he was always just the model kid. Yeah. He was always, you and know... And to make up for it, Pete takes out the trash. Pete does take out the trash, which, not a full bag. Nope. Not even close. That's a waste.
1: What a waste. But it's good because it gets us to MJ in the backyard and more yelling. More yelling. Because character development.
0: Right, and... She immediately accuses him of listening in. Like, are you out here listening? It's New York. It's hard not to. Pete's like, no, I'm not listening. He's like, yeah, so I'm listening. half
1: bag of trash.
0: Right. I just <laughs> need an excuse to come out here and listen. I mean, I'm not listening. I don't know.
1: MJ starts acting all fucking weird. She kind of likes Peter, I guess, at this point.
0: Or starting to come around. Well, she does tell him that he's taller than he looks. I hunch. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's the, wow, that's the
1: that's tell you right dialogue, I suppose. You're taller than. Then she you goes look. into flashes. What I assume is a PT Cruiser. Uh no, Plymouth, you got the
0: Plymouth Prowler. Is it? Yeah,
1: that's better than I thought.
0: Yeah, it's
1: better actually, than I thought. Actually, not a bad car. It's a real power move doing that. Oh, definitely. Because you know he got his ass kicked earlier. Right. What a busy day. Well, what do you do when you <laughs> get your ass kicked by a nerd? Go get a, you go, go and get and buy a, Prowler a sweet car and go pick up your redhead. Yeah. It's an, Her hair's annoyingly red. So red.
0: But not comic book inaccurate.
1: No, not at all. That was a weird way not to say all. it was yeah, comic book accurate. Yeah. But I also feel like MJ is pretty selfish. Just all around. She, it oh, feels yeah. like she's asking questions to Peter, so Peter would ask her questions back. Sure. In a way, because she even says, like, oh, how do you see your future? And he answers that. She says, what do you think about me? <laughs>
0: That's true. She throws she's... it back,
1: and she goes back to it a couple of times say, in this hey, movie. Well,
0: What do you think I'm going to do? What about me? What do you, how do you make it about me, Peter? MJ loves her, MJ. She sure does. I actually really like Kirsten Dunst in his role. I do too. Which is a thing I haven't said a lot about her. No, I do too. I think I absolutely do. She it's kind really, of nails it.
1: it. Well, it's hard not to nail it. There's not a lot going on with her character. <laughs> That's true. Spider Man 2, there's a lot. Yes. In this, she's the girl. She's the girl. She's the girl. They she's... made her an actress. Ish, because they could, but but they didn't really. No, there's not a lot going on in her scenes, right? Is I even made a note about it towards the end? I started really noticing it.
0: Well, that kind of goes back to but, uh, the independent article from Batman last week, where they had the the things that the modern mar, modern comic book movies are missing that Batman nailed. And then, like, the last point was something that Batman didn't nail. And they're like, but also other movies aren't nailing it either. And that's the female character development. It's true. And this one- It's is, real weak. Yeah.
1: It's what they're not giving her much to do. Because all it is, every single time her and Peter have a conversation, they are standing still. Yes. It's barely an over-the-shoulder shot. Yeah. And, and there's uh, nothing going on. The on the
0: streets of New York with no cars.
1: Literally on the street. Literally on the street.
0: we're <laughs> there no vehicles on New York- We'll get there because they haven't graduated yet. Oh, that's right. So that's right. Also, we get the costume design montage. Does it like a wasp at first? Yeah. Why
1: oh, didn't he just go right to Spidey? Uh, He's a very
0: good drawer for not being. That's a drawer. true. Like, why? Why is he trying to be a photographer and a scientist and all this stuff when dude's got some serious art chops? I'm impressed. Uh, definitely.
1: Then he starts playing around with his webs, trying to understand it, yeah. how it works. Yeah, Do some web practice. Aunt May decides to come upstairs. You don't fucking do that with a teenage just boy. Just opens the
0: door and, of a teenage boy's and room. And there's webs
1: everywhere. That could, those,
0: she doesn't know there webs. Right. That could be just a lot of jism. And he just straight up says, oh, man, I'm not wearing clothes am not wearing right clothes now. right now. <laughs> that's when she's like, smart I'm going to go. That's a smart cover by him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's, <laughs> I mean,
1: like, he's What was I doing last week? That's how you get the science <laughs> award after graduation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peter needs money because he wants to buy a car to impress MJ. Right. Decides he gonna go wrestle.
0: Let's go wrestling. I guess this is now where you get that montage. I start. feel
1: like this is the true. This is kind of the true origin to me.
0: Yeah,
2: in
1: a lot of ways, big time. Uh, it's gonna go face bonesaw. Stay in the ring three minutes. Get three thousand dollars. That's all you gotta do. Turn to be a cage match.
0: Just, just gotta. Well, first Uncle Ben's gotta get him there.
1: Oh, it's true. That's super important. Pete's
0: like, I'm going to the library. And Uncle Ben's like, I'll drive you to the library. I need the exercise. I don't
1: think he knows how exercise works.
0: I don't think Ben does a lot of moving at all, it sounds like. Sounds like driving he, it to sounds the, like a guy who's worked on com- with computers for a while. Sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> what is his job that he was recently let go from that, that he doesn't know computers and driving is exercise?
1: Exercise isn't going to be too important to his heart very soon anyway.
0: I think it might have just been a, a line to try to get out of the house. Just something? He's like, I got to. Hold on, man. I got to go with Peter to let him know that with great power comes great responsibility.
1: That's all it gets to. But he doesn't, there's no power. Peter has no power at this point that Uncle Ben knows of. That's true. He's just a boy who wants to go to a museum. That's it. So I actually think that the biggest line of this movie that everyone remembers is bullshit.
0: <laughs> it is kind of forced, isn't it?
1: It's extremely forced.
0: You're going through changes, Peter. I went through the same changes.
1: With well, great exactly. power.
0: Being a teenager is not a power. It's not a
1: power. That's not how power, this is, I think the line is, it's a great line, it's, it's thrown line. in a real stupid spot. And it's- It's a throwaway. It's
0: actually, it's pulled from uh, from the comics, it comes uh, from a 1962
1: issue. I bet it does. It's a throwaway here, because it's supposed to be like the big hitter. He right. doesn't have this any power, he's just be... a
0: teenage boy. He's just a dude. Ben, unless Ben knows what's going on in that bedroom. There's room. no way. There's no way. There's no
1: way.
2: There's no way. Power
1: of stroke. That's all he
2: thinks.
1: (laughs) Power stroke. Goes and wrestles. We got our ring, our ring guy here. We get Octavia Spencer. Yeah, we do. Amazing. Yeah. Who knew? It's a quick little one off. Very quick. I loved it. It She's great. great in everything she does. She's incredible. Everything
0: she does. And this is like before people had any idea who she was. Yeah. This is like
1: Yeah. That's exactly it. But more importantly, A Octavia Spencer, people. not to take anything from Octavia Spencer.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to have that cameo and
1: then, and then follow up with Bruce Campbell.
0: Oh, before we get to Bruce Campbell, we get Macho Man oh, Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> Bonesaw.
1: Bonesaw is ready. Oh,
0: I quote that all the time with my friends from college. As you
1: should. About like the guys in the crowd with the cardboard saws oh, saw on their, arm. on their
0: arms, and it's then he great. comes. He's
1: just he's actually ass kicking here. It's great, motherfucking
0: Randy Savage.
1: He comes. Oh, then I, you know what? Bruce Campbell actually is the catalyst to this because he asked Peter, "Hey, what's your name? What's your name?" The Human Spider. I'm the Human Spider. That's stupid. <laughs> Bruce Campbell came up with the name Spider Man. He sure did. That makes sense.
0: It, it does. That checks out.
1: Because I feel like in Sam Raimi's film world, Bruce Campbell's got a lot of power. It means he has a lot of responsibility. A lot of responsibility. And he nails it. He does. Turns out to be a cage match.
0: Wait, I didn't know it was a cage match. What are you doing?
1: He's got his spider suit on, sort of. Just a, It's basically just- It's
0: like a spray-painted t-shirt. Yeah,
1: but it's the Spider-Man logo. Sure is. And he fires webs on in there.
0: Which apparently is legal. I guess so. It's a cage matches. It he chair. did get beat with a chair. So
1: he threw Macho Man Bone Saw into the the rubber, the rhubarb.
0: Into the rhubarb. Who knows?
1: <laughs> Didn't rub it. He no. Never,
0: never. Another never measure. another measure rhubarb. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> goes to try to get paid. His mask is off.
0: Right. This is just a dude who shot webs wearing most wearing of Spider Man.
1: Most of Spider Man. <laughs> this fucking old guy who gets robbed coming up. Spider senses don't work, by the way, here. Oh, yeah, right. Because he should have sensed it. Didn't. Doesn't matter. Turns this this guy, unnamed guy, who we later find out is movies away. Dennis Carradine.
0: Dennis Carradine. I guess. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Steals money. He doesn't need a name.
1: Not, not his problem. No one's problem. We get it. Turns out he I missed the
0: part where that's my problem.
1: Yeah, he goes, runs off, see a crowd gathered on the street lit. Sure. And and naturally, when you see a crowd,
0: you push your you, way to the middle of you it. You run to the middle of it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Don't give me spider sense for that. What are all that's these people looking at?
0: I need to get to the middle of that that's my crowd. uncle. Peter. End of Uncle Ben. End of Uncle Ben. Pete feels like a real dick because the last thing he said to him was like, you're not my dad.
1: Yeah, but I actually, this is the part I like Mcguire Maguire the most. It's because the ugly cry, that's an ugly cry, but he gets he goes into it and he gets right out of it,
0: and he's like, Oh, I just heard that policeman say where the guy's going, I'm gonna get him.
1: Yeah, he goes vigilante here, though. He goes chase some vigilante. says you killed my uncle. Guy holds a gun up to him, does a weird lad, gets kicked out a window.
0: It all just happens before all that. He finally figures out how to swing through the city.
1: Oh, yeah, he's he going does. right for
0: that wall. And yeah, then he's like, oh, I have another It's haircut. real
1: clumsy, but real clumsy. I like how clumsy it was.
0: Also, Danny fucking Elfman,
1: he's doing work here in this. The scene part this where is he's actually swinging, it's amazing. This is the worst CGI of the movie because it's weird because you actually see Pete's face through the yeah. the opening and yeah. it's it is not a person. No, not a person. No, doesn't work.
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not.
1: Pete kicks the shit, shit out of this guy out the window. Oh no, a guy trips out the window. Yeah, doesn't he, matter. He trips out I'm, the giving, I'm calling it a murder
0: because Pete. Pete is not about the murder life. He's not. He's one of those superheroes. Yeah. That, you know, the no-kill rule. Yeah, so is Batman, though. So is Batman. And Batman blew the fuck out of a building. That's true. Uh, Apparently, uh, according to the director commentary, this building was supposed to be, like, the abandoned part of the Port Authority building, which... I didn't know there was an abandoned part of the Port Authority building. Even though
1: this looked like the arsenal on the Upper East Side.
0: Yeah, basically. It is. That's a
1: long chase if that's how far they're going.
0: It's pretty crazy. Um, but then Peter learns about consequences. Oh, goody. Because this guy that just killed Uncle Ben, turns out he's the same schmuck from the wrestling
1: yeah, match. You know, you know how shadows were good in Batman? Uh, how The reveal of Joker, and he came closer and closer. You see him? Yeah. How do you not see this guy with the fucking sync hair yeah, coming the f- frosted <laughs> tips. Doesn't uh, matter. He dies. Well, it
0: was 2002. A lot of people had that it's hair true. style. I think I did. I think I did. So he there dies. There you go. He dies. We move on. He, he just... He, and then the cops Peter are coming for, for Spider-Man, and he pulls the old Batman disappear into the night, brooding on a rooftop. After deck.
1: we see the flashback of this dude stealing the money that we literally right. saw two minutes ago. Two, yeah. go Give on. us the
0: flashback. I don't remember where I've seen this guy before. He looks familiar.
1: Really? Really? <laughs> Goes and sits on the Chrysler building, which I appreciate. Yep. Those little eagle fellows up there. I appreciate well, that because like that's New York.
0: He uh he pulls the old Batman, disappear into the night, brooding on a rooftop.
1: And he's gone. And then he's gone. And then he's gone. And then it happens. The quest aerospace proving
0: ground. Oh yeah. We're tech. we're Testing out this quest exoskeleton. It's, it's
1: a good thing that General Slocum gets there literally as they're starting this thing. Yeah. Mythbusters does a better job of safety than these fucks yeah. do. <laughs> Get inside
0: this giant concrete cylinder with holes cut out of it.
1: You hear Wilm Defoe's goblin laugh. Yep. Which I didn't realize how iconic that was. I didn't either until, yeah. And you hear it and you go, oh, yeah, it's here. Yeah. And it's so comic book and so perfect, and he just throws his Pokeball of Doom at them and they die. <laughs> of and, doom.
0: and then we're out. Yeah, we're we gonna go that, graduate now. We get that fun transition from the giant explosion to the cat the, the cap being in the air. And Apparently, then, that's uh, that's Kirsten Dunst's favorite transition in the whole movie. Has Kirsten Dunst ever directed anything? Nope. Uh, well, maybe. Hold on. Not not at that point, she hadn't.
1: She has directed a short called Welcome. A short called "Bastard," and these are all post Spider-Man. Yeah, two thousand seven, two thousand ten, and then something called "The Bell Jar," which is in pre-production. Oh, starring Dakota Fanning, and Patricia Arquette. Oh, so no schlubs there. All right, that's a thing. Either way, we're gonna go graduate now. Let's and go graduate. We're gonna have a Euro trip moment here, and someone's getting broken up with at graduation. At graduation,
0: <laughs> I have that written down. Why do people do weird? That? Weird. Is this a movie trope? You wouldn't even wait until. Like an after party or something? Nothing. It's just like, we're wearing caps and gowns and we're done. That's
1: it. It's over. And Pete wins the science award. Norman Osborn's all proud of him. Doesn't yep. give a shit about yep. Harry. Norm- <laughs> That's- Who cares? You nailed it. That's the whole scene. Who cares? He's going to go all Spidey all over everyone's asses now. That's true. In the best way possible. What a cool montage. I love the Spidey montage. So good. We're thwarting some crimes. I could think of... A Jim Norton that doesn't think so.
0: There is a Jim Norton <laughs> who doesn't
1: know about the Thornton. He stinks, and I don't like him. But it's such <laughs> like a documentary feel if they're talking to the camera and everything, and it's it just feels so great. And it's all New chick? York. Lucy Lawless. I didn't know that till the credits. Yeah, I
0: had no idea. Amazing. What a sneaky little and ah. some of those construction guys, actual construction guys, capture New York, man. They were just like, oh man, we're gonna be in a movie. Cool. I loved it. I love
1: this montage. Even the weird thing where he's standing there and he puts the mask on. That just felt so out of place, but it worked. But it kind of,
0: yeah. Yeah. Also, once again, I know I'm I'm becoming a broken record here, but uh, Danny fucking Elfman during this montage. Yeah. Spider-Man's theme is probably the only music of this movie that's like, has that. It's got that same like, that same
1: like a. like a train tempo is why I was thinking. Yeah. Like it just carries on. It's just it
0: makes you fired up. That's for sure. It's great, Danny fucking Elfman. The problem with that montage, and there is one, it's that Danny fucking Elfman kept getting interrupted. It would be like it'd be like a clip, and then it'd be like awesome sound, and then they would cut the sound way down so you could hear these. These fellas talking. All these New Yorkers. And I feel like it could have been handled better. I think it was just a product of bad sound mixing for that one scene. But, you know, what can you do other than disrespect don't, Danny Elfman? Don't disrespect the Elfman. Learn, learn from Buddy. Yeah. Who's also in New York. Yeah. Don't disrespect the Elfman. Shouldn't do that. About Call meet- me Elf one more time, friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're about
1: to meet a real important character. Real important. Oh, I love
0: it. Kind
1: of. I would call him the 1B bad guy, actually, this movie. That's
0: fair. That's fair. Yeah, I would. J. J Triple J. Good old Triple J. Played by a JK. JK. So many letters. So many briefs. Headed to the Flatiron building where the Daily Bugle is. Stan Lee wanted to play J. Jonah, Jonah Jameson. Stan Lee. I love you. I love you, Stan. But. but. He later admitted that he could not have done the job that J.K. Simmons did. Stinley could have played Uncle Ben. Yeah, he could have. Not a lot of screen time. No. And he
1: looked old enough to... Sure, he was. He would have probably been age-appropriate then, too. Yeah. Probably around 68, to tell you the truth. Even in early 70s, somewhere I in think, there. Yeah, he so, probably would have been about the matter.
0: same age as, as Cliff. It would have been great. Elizabeth Banks in the movie? Elizabeth Banks is in the movie forgot about, about that another another uh pre and she gets lines pre-fame cameo yeah like good old flash thompson we got some yeah betty, some betty brant i she had a name she did which it, it comes more into play in the later movies. later it does that's for sure yeah uh she uh went to the same high school as my mom fun fact
1: okay <laughs> okay. That's my claim to fame. Shout
0: out to that high
1: school, yeah. I guess. But then of course, at the same time. Because we're in 2002 and we know how we know how information is spread. Yep. Newspapers.
0: Newspapers. Everybody loves newspapers. That's not a dying industry. they're going to be around forever.
1: Forever. Forever. Forever and ever.
0: Everybody's always going to get their news from newspapers.
1: It's true. But there's one line in here that I loved. I hope it's the same one I have written down. What do you got? Because it's probably the same one. If we can get a picture of Julia Roberts in a thong, we can
0: certainly get a picture of this weirdo.
1: Nope. Oh, because it comes either directly after that or directly before that. Of Eddie has been on it for weeks.
0: Oh yes.
1: Good old Topher. Who knew? I've never. I've watched this movie a hundred times, and I've never heard that line before. Yes. That's so good! Amazing that they just you set drop that up. That little Easter, you get egg. that. You get a Doctor Connors reference coming yep. up soon too. So you're kind of world building here, aren't you? A little bit. And this is and before you really had. I mean, Batman. This before was a guarantee that this was going to be a hit. Right. Right. So that's they're they're
0: putting the paws on the table.
1: With yeah. Those and,
0: and you have to keep in mind, like like Batman had several movies that were technically in universe. Yeah. Only one X Men movie has come out. And, yeah, they're, and yeah. they're just banking on this, or they're just dropping fun Easter eggs in For hopes just the fans. So that they can they can maybe yeah it makes sense build it into something. But
1: makes sense. So they're trying to trying to get their pictures. Scene is so good. Yeah, because it's J.K. Simmons. Because it's J.K. Cause Simmons. He's so good in everything. I love it. MJ goes to the di- is at the diner. She Comes out. Pete mm-hmm. sees her in diner diner clothes, and then she throws on her Inspector Gadget jacket. And then I don't know. And they have a conversation in the middle of the street. Yep, that's fine. In the middle of the street. Of course, she's a struggling actress. Apparently, she's dating Harry. She's dating Harry. Who knows? He lives with Harry. Harry. doesn't know. We don't know that he lives with Harry at this point. They got an apartment. It's mentioned once. Yeah. That conversation's a conversation. That's for sure.
0: And that is just like, oh, let's fill in some plot points. Let's
1: do that. And let's just go right to the apartment. Yep. And then not acknowledge. Let's check out
0: Pete's apartment that we just found out exists.
1: You have this really big apartment in New York, huge. Also,
0: I love it. I Pete's love got loft a, apartments. Yeah. So Pete's got him.
1: a job. Dr. Connors fired him Yeah, because he's, cause he's he working, fired, apparently. Who knows how long after graduation this is?
0: Yeah. Who? Yeah, there's no... There's, there's no, no
1: like, reference to it. There's a sticker of Columbia on the fridge that I saw. And then later, right. May says, oh, you're balancing college and all this. Oh, Pete's in college. I don't think they know what what time this is. and yeah. I don't think they care.
0: No, yeah, well... There was graduation and eventually we get to Thanksgiving. So some time passes here.
1: Enough to get a job, get fired. and
0: Yeah. Maybe it was like a summer job with Dr. Connors and then school started up. Yeah. And then Thanksgiving time. So it's like almost the end of the semester. Yeah. I don't don't know. They probably could have handled the passage of time better. Pete gets another job taking pictures of himself. Taking pictures of himself. Takes him to, to JJJ. Good
1: old... Triple J. James says the crap. <laughs> it's so good. And these pictures He's crap. look amazing. <laughs> they're great. And Peach is walking around with his camera still, because that's what
0: all that's, photographers do. Photographers say. walk around with cameras. They don't want to miss those important shots, obviously, even though he kind of sets them up beforehand in a fun crime-fighting photo shoot montage. Yep. <laughs> uh, a note about that montage. Yeah. Danny fucking Elfman. It's pretty good He's the king of the montage He's doing work He's Unreal
1: So I don't know Pete's now employed by Daily Bugle As a freelance But Whatever The
0: Daily Bugle scenes Are my favorite scenes They're very good There's so not. Good. There's not that many I think there's three I think yeah And One and of, of them gets crashed They're great Speaking
1: of That Speaking of Things out of left field Let's check in on
0: Oscorp It's not going great uh, things actually hostile takeover hostile takeover but really it's because uh quest is restructuring after some bizarre bombing accident terrorist attack yeah something of the sort
1: yeah instead of catching them all uh, and uh, goblin said i'm gonna kill them all and that right. was where wrong ball wrong yeah. ball
0: and apparently who knew getting blown up is the first key to having a real successful business and being able to take over your major competition. How about that? Oh, <laughs> well, we got all his money. Creates from, his own monster from these from not having to pay these yep people. Anymore. And he's out. And uh, yeah, they're expecting his reg- resignation. They're going to do it after Unity Day, though. Oh yeah, yo, you got You can't you can't force out your CEO before Unity Day. Yeah. Are you a is,
1: monster? This actually this location bothers me of where Unity Day is because it's at the Ozcorp Building which is nice. That's fine. Sure. Uh, you get this look up in the balcony that looks like it's out of Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah. It, the costumes galore. Makes no sense. Unity. This building does not fit in Times Square. No. No, it, it really doesn't. Um, this took me, as a someone who worked in New York for five years, that took me a little bit out of it. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute.
0: There's no building. This is
1: the least New York thing that's happened.
0: If they had put digital billboards all in yeah. front of the building, below the balcony. Fine. I might have bought it a little Fine. more. But it was just a, just a big old yep. fancy facade building in the middle of Times Square. So while we're dating this movie with newspapers. Why don't we date it with something else? What do you got? I got Macy Gray. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's not singing I Try. What's the point then? Missed opportunity. Why get Macy Gray if you're not going to- If you're not going <sighs> to have her sing her only song. What a waste. She
1: sings songs, it's fine, but she doesn't doesn't sing the one walk
0: away or stumble.
1: MJ decides not to kiss Harry at some point in here, right? Because reasons,
0: reasons, because reasons. It's probably because <laughs> they're only like, they're, you know, they just finished high school, yeah, or not. They're they're like maybe it's the beginning of their relationship because in the honeymoon phase you'd figure that she would do it. You would think like, oh yeah, we're going steady, ha ha. I don't know. This never worked But let's for me. not tell Pete about it. This Even never Even though you worked. live with him, how the whole relationship makes. That doesn't work. No sense. Doesn't None. work. But what does work is Spidey Zero. Sense. His, Spidey the onsen, Sense. The on switch is there. Everywhere it didn't work before was just leading up to this. Yeah. Where he got Spidey Sensed the fuck out. Miles away. Yeah. Goblin flies in bleh. in a cool
1: ass shot. Very cool. Very cool. And he goes and blows up a, a, a building. Just throws a pokeball at it and it explodes. Stan Lee.
0: Stan Lee, there he is. There he is. We this is our first Stanley sighting. He saves a kin, Excelsior. You want know, to know how I know Norman Osborne likes Peter Parker better than he likes his own son? How? He throws a bomb at his son twice in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, the first you would think is an accident. Yeah, the first time you're it. like, like maybe he didn't know he was there. I get it. The second time, he definitely knows his son is on that balcony.
1: Yeah. Then it creates the MJ damsel in distress, which is
0: stupid. Um, those skeletons, not a great effect. Not the best effect, uh, especially when you figure Blade came out before this movie and did the same thing way better. Yeah, there's a
1: there's a lot of things. Well, Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks does it as well.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Tim Burton. <laughs> uh, I like that that Pete does the classic, you know, Superman running and opening the shirt, and there's the other one underneath it. That's that's nice. That's a nice that's a touch. little homage. Yeah, that's nice. I like it. Alfman uh, crushing it, of course.
1: Yeah, and then Obviously. there's
0: actually something I really
1: appreciate in the filmmaking here, where I think it's Raimi doing work, where you get Goblin and you get Spidey together, yes, for the first time, and in a lot of more I'm going to call them modern, even though this is still modern, mo- like truly modern superhero movies, where you see the costume characters, and they have like kind of a serious touch to them; they don't feel that superhero like. Yeah, they feel like they. Be- like these two clearly are out of the out of this world, definitely in a lot of ways, and it is so perfect.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And Spidey doesn't have movable eyes in this one, and this is where huh. it really stood out to me. And Green it's Goblin doesn't have obvious. anything going on with the mask. Yeah, it's just open jaw, and that's it. And it works so Power Ranger well, planet. and they're both actually in costume. So, it what do
0: you think of the Green Goblin costume?
1: I don't know. That's what, how I feel. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I love it's very forced. What what else would it have been? I You're love not gonna have an army full the of these fuckers coming color in. Color
0: changing paint. Yeah. That's incredible. Looks yeah. great. It covers the green and purple thing. Um but I don't know. It's it feels very Power Ranger villainy.
1: It well this whole scene does because you start getting your close ups of the characters in the yes. costume and they're not the quickest cuts it kind of lets the scene breathe a little bit, which I actually feel like gives it like a, it's a really nice touch. Yeah. And I think it's Sam Raimi saying like, no, this is like a comic book panel here in a way of, yeah, this is going to be like, this is take it here's your hero. Here's your villain. Let's do it. It's not going to be quick cut, hardcore action. Let it live. And I feel like this is something that a lot of comic book movies just miss at this point. Yeah. Yeah. where you need to have the quick action to keep everyone into it. This movie lets it breathe, and it I like it. does let
0: it breathe. It's, it's a nice change of pace.
1: Yeah.
0: You get Spidey bouncing on some balloons. Does that, he saves MJ. That's two movies in a row with giant
1: balloons. Giant balloons,
0: man. There's Danny Elfman and giant balloons. Danny Elfman giant balloons. Saves MJ.
2: Cool. Saves MJ. What do you mean uh, incredible?
0: Interesting. Yeah. A major weapons dealer with several government contracts- Makes a glider that all you have to do is reach up and pull some wires out, and it goes haywire. Sure,
2: sure. That's
0: makes sense. No wonder they want to go with Quest. Uh huh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also, the people on the board cannot be the only people who know about that glider. Right. Everyone saw that glider. Yeah.
0: Oh, there's that. Everyone should know Norman
1: Osborn is the bad guy at this point.
0: Should public knowledge. It should be pretty obvious. Unless it's just some other deranged guy who broke into Oscorp and Yeah, right. And sounds like killed, Willem Defoe because killed Dr. Mendelstrom. No one in the world sounds like Willem Defoe. Nobody. It very well could still be the bad guy could be uh General Slocum. Kick me off the board, will ya? Could only be one person. I'm out. <laughs> we'll see.
1: <laughs> oh god. So we go back to the we're going to the bugle again. Thank God. Um the, yeah, you got something. First, we're heading to Pete's apartment.
0: Do we? Yeah, we do. What do you mean incredible? That's right. The phone. What do you mean incredible? Very good for a one-sided conversation. James Franco acts. James Franco acts. Yeah, and he does it pretty well here. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And
1: Pete gives that little smirk. He's like, It ah, works real well. <laughs> he is incredible, isn't he? Yeah.
0: That spider guy. And Pete vows that somebody has to stop whatever that thing was. Oh, we Somebody. should name that thing. They should give it a name. At I know a guy who come up with a name. You know you know yeah. what happens before some guy comes up with a name? I don't. We're headed to the Osborne mansion. And we're getting the best acting of the movie.
1: I can't play almost skipped it. He came real close. I can't play almost <laughs> You're right. Now the listen, mirror scene. This is Sam Raimi talking now. I'm Sam Raimi. Oh hi. I've directed the Evil Dead and Oh, welcome Sam. I will direct Oz the Great and Powerful one day. Thank you for letting me on your show. So, for this scene, all we did was we put Willem Dafoe in a room with a camera and a mirror and a newspaper. And, he acted. and we just said, go. That was it. And we got gold.
0: Sam, I hope when you yelled cut. Yeah, yeah. That Willem Dafoe just turned around, looked at everybody in the room and went, acting. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Ramey. Because that was an amazing <laughs> scene. Also- a little subtle here, Danny fucking Elfman. It's true. It's uh, the only time that I really noticed the Green Goblin music in the movie more than the Spider. The light motif of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's oh, nice. Okay. It's real nice. It really came through in that scene.
1: But it's crazy that you have Willem Dafoe playing two characters here in a single cut with just a mirror to play with. That's it. But I like how they also they don't hide the fact that. He's talking into the mirror at all. Right. Usually you would see like Smeagol Gollum situation where yes. you kind
2: of do an Cut over the shoulder yeah, the same yeah.
0: character. Here, let it, let it go. Just let it do it. Yeah. Just let it go. Let it go. It's going to be, this you know, is going to be real good. You know who couldn't have done that, I don't think?
1: Robin Williams. Did he Did he try for this troll
0: too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to go with Nick Cage.
1: Was he the other option?
0: There were a few options for the Goblin. Yeah. Nick Cage, John Malkovich, who I think would have nailed it. Oh, God. Uh, John Travolta
1: so you have just people here who are just known for being over the top
0: all of these people passed on the roll (laughs) why? Nick Cage, John Malkovich John Travolta, Robert De Niro Liam Neeson Uh, those last two I get the two that came closest were uh, Billy Crudup I hate it and Bill Paxton I don't hate that at all Bill Paxton was very close to being the Green Goblin uh, in fact, his father was in the movie.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. I don't remember where or when. Wow. But Bill Paxton's father. Bill Paxton had a pretty good Green Goblin. I think so. I think Willem Dafoe was perfect, though. Yep.
1: Nick Cage would been fun. Travolta would have been kind of fun. Travolta would been weird. But Too distracting. It, yeah, it
0: would have taken me out of it. I think Malkovich. Malkovich would have <laughs> been, been great. I would still love to see Malkovich somehow in a Marvel as a Marvel villain.
1: Imagine they put Malkovich in the chair, and he's Professor Xavier one day.
0: I think he's too old.
1: I do too, but why don't you just put it in the future?
0: Yeah. Like a flash At that player. point, you might as well just get Patrick Stewart. But that's <laughs> still,
1: <true. laughs> What a scene.
0: What a scene. Such a good scene. We should name that character. He should have a name. We're going to call him Green Goblin from now on. I want 25 cents every time somebody uses the name. You can't do that. No, that's not. That's <laughs> Let's go back to the Flatiron building. Why not? For the, the final encounter with J. Jonah Jameson. Nah, I don't trust anyone. I trust my barber. Oh, my God. Yeah. These weirdos all got to have a name now. There's so many good lines from this one scene. Yeah.
1: And this actually shows that Osborne's kind of a smart dude because he flies right the fuck
0: into that building. Oh, yeah, yeah. To find out who Spider-Man is. Well, I like that that Peter is like, oh, what do you mean menace? That's That's slander. <laughs> to such, To which <laughs> Slander, what it says. Triple J, J says, I resent liable. that. <laughs> Slander is spoken. In print, it's libel.
1: <laughs> Just owns it. Great. It's so good. Just owns it. He's the best newspaper man
0: ever. He's so good. Trust Imagine
1: my, he was the editor in like all the presidents. I trust my barber. What's
0: like <laughs> well, great because the actor has no hair.
1: Jonah? Did
0: J.K. Simmons.
1: He's got, not anymore, he doesn't. He didn't that either. He had either. that flap
0: top. J.K. Simmons didn't have any hair.
1: So that was a, he, they wigged him up. They wigged him up. That makes sense. He, that is, that he is didn't comic have book the mustache
0: hair. either. That was a fake mustache, too. Man, he's so good. He's so good. He's so believable. <laughs> he's
1: so good. He could have He,
0: Yeah, but then we wouldn't have him as. Have Defoe. Jameson. <laughs> I don't know. Defoe would. I trust my Bob. Love it. Love it. <laughs> you nailed it. Uh, yeah, they try to find Spidey. Fine. Now, we now you know yeah, how yeah, you yeah. said that uh, Jameson was like the 1B villain? Yeah. I'm going to say no, because of this scene in particular. Yeah. Because Goblin comes, and he's specifically asking for the photographer of Spider-Man, who was just in the room. And Jameson says, I don't even know the guy. He nails the pictures in.
1: That right there is a newspaper, man. That's that's some good
0: journalistic integrity. And just, uh, you kind of like, all right. I respect it. It's a stand-up dude, I guess. And then uh, Spidey shows up outside. Yeah. Super convenient. Let Mom timing. and Dad talk. And then a uh, crazy purple knockout
1: gas. Got him. Got him. <laughs> I don't know how long he's on that rooftop for with Goblin. Why didn't Goblin just take the mask off of Spider-Man and That's figure good it question. out? Like, Said he just goes and leans all, like, su- hey, all casually, and I really like that for something. You reason. and I,
0: we need each other. <laughs> Let's join forces. And again, these are just two costumes talking. Yeah. There yeah. is nothing. There's, there's nothing in the eyes, nothing it in the mouth works. and Oh, just,
1: I loved it just, and the lack of CGI is like noticeable oh very and it works
0: so well uh, until the CGI does show up and then it's noticeable and then it's noticeable so um Gobby yeah. wants to I'm gonna Gobby
1: wants to join forces with Spider-Man he gives him the old Harvey Dent speech
2: yeah
0: you'll die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain yeah Prince. that's pretty much it and that's the Harvey Dent speech I believe in Norman Osborn yeah, MJ and Peter are going to talk
1: next again about stuff. Right, because that's what they do. That's just what their thing is. He goes then, creeping on MJ. Yeah, that's what he does. I, I heard you had an uh, audition. audition. I took two buses and a train to get here, or whatever. Because you're he because he's a fucking creep,
0: yeah, big time. He could have been like I don't know, preventing some crimes or something, but no, could have been. I mean, he probably didn't. Take I like how two he used the word and "neighborhood" train. and "friendly," he... though. Like it comes up a few times. He does, and that yeah. makes me happy. I mean, he probably swung over there, but he can't tell MJ that.
1: Yeah, probably, probably can't have the sex time with MJ ever, though. When you think about it, because he's got that suit underneath. That's that, true. That'd be hard to explain away. That's probably more revealing
0: than if he were naked. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, doesn't matter. Him and MJ part ways. Get a cheeseburger because that's what they do. Because under twenty one, presumably seven
0: dollars in New York City. Yeah, not gonna happen. Enjoy your your Big Mac. MJ decides to go down an alley. Sometimes which you shouldn't do. I think she just turned down a street and those, a those guys were like, "Hey, eh, let's rains. go get her." It rains because it starts raining a lot, like a lot. They kind of hint at it a little bit when the two of them are talking though, because yep. there's, there's like lightning. I can't like, tell. It's gonna rain in a minute, maybe. Can't tell because the stiff acting got just too distracting. Oh,
1: because they don't walk, they don't do anything; they just stand and talk.
0: Toby Maguire barely opens his mouth when he talks too.
1: Yeah, somebody's he has it's a distracting. He's like a southern accent sometimes. It sound it almost sounds like he's from California. Yeah, he shouldn't have any. There's nothing that should be there. Yeah, it's MJ's going to get assaulted.
0: Yeah, she's going to get thugs mugs or raped or something. It's, it's unclear. And, a, and probably a little both Pete
1: decides to strip down. Not going to put the mask on though. No,
0: no time for the mask. Nope.
1: I like how he pulls off the thugs one by like very quick succession of just pulling them off like going pff, pff,
0: pff, and yeah. they
1: all flying off. It's great. And then MTV Best Kiss winner.
0: Right, MTV Best Kiss
1: for forever.
0: For well, Ryan Reynolds got it too. For what movie? I don't remember. Probably deserved it.
1: He's so handsome. Not for Green Lantern.
0: Or maybe he was just a nominee, actually. Deserved it. Anyway. But I don't know how- MJ MTV does,
1: Best Kiss. I don't know. How MJ doesn't know that this is the Tobes, because that voice is so
2: the, voice, the voice is
0: very distinctive, and he says the exact same line, I was in the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, you saved me again. I was in the neighborhood. That's weird. Somebody else I know just said that, like, not two minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. So, yeah, upside down kiss, nip city. Fine. Let's go have a fire. Let's go. Oh, Elfman crushing it.
1: Of course. That's a given. Yeah. Yeah. Drink every time Elfman crushes it. That's. We're in for a party.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) It's going to be a long night.
1: Oh, boy. Go have a fire. I have a a one-year-old. This annoyed me. Woman saying her baby's up there. This is a tiny fucking baby. Very tiny. Why is the baby up there all alone? Who leaves a baby in a burning building? I don't get it. He goes, Saves baby. All great. It's a very dramatic scene. It is. The cops are saying, Oh, I'll be here. Like, the, you're arrested because you're a menace yeah. of sorts.
0: Jameson said that the public wants you arrested. So now we're going to so do it. Now we're it.
1: cops and we're going to do it. Yeah. Because uh. we listen to newspapers. And Spider Man goes, Hey, Fake news. I got to go up there. And I got to go rescue <laughs> the woman. Go
0: rescue this woman that's yelling. You hear her, right? Because that's better. how women yell, apparently. And he right. goes up and it's Gobby. I'm not coming back, chief. I like that he calls him <laughs> chief. I don't think it's the police chief. I don't. Th- I think it's just that's disrespectful. It's just what you call the guy who's trying to arrest you. Yeah. Chief. Yeah. So Gobby's up go there. Save her or not. Uh. Gobby's
1: up there and he goes and says, uh, hey, man, join my team again. He says, no. Great. <laughs> that's, Surprise. That's really, that's Fight what we scene. get.
0: Yeah, kind of. Kind of. It's it's short. Yeah. And but that's, gets, that's where you get the the Pokeball. Pokeball explodes differently this explodes time. Explodes differently. It yeah. doesn't explode, explode. Not in catch-em
1: mode, but not in kill-em
0: mode. Yeah, now now it's it's kind of in um, slice and dice mode. Gets him right on the arm. Pete gets cut on the arm? Right on the arm. Also, Daniel. Danny Elfman. He's doing yeah. it? Yes. He he He's does. talking about slice and the dice. There's fire. Danny Elfman. And Danny Elfman's like, oh. I'm going to score the shit out of this I got this, guys. I got
1: this. You're not even going to know. Spidey gets away. Gobby gets away.
0: Let's go have Thanksgiving. Hey, it's Thanksgiving. Hey, it's Thanksgiving. Apparently, this building was on fire on Thanksgiving. Yep. Probably cooking. Grease fire. Oh, that makes sense. Except I'm pretty sure the Goblin set it up. It would make sense. Fun fact, that was a real fire in New York City. Oh. Yeah. They actually had to get a bunch of permits, and they actually started a fire in a building that was connected to other buildings in New York City. Movie magic. I've worked on movies.
1: That's terrifying. Oh, I in a logistical standpoint. It must have been. Of just everything that could possibly go wrong. Holy hell. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> We're gonna go to Thanksgiving. Let's go to Thanksgiving. Where's Pete? Pete's it's late. Basically, it's just Norman Osborne and Harry and MJ and
0: Aunt May and Norman Osborn transforms back into himself literally in the elevator, which yeah. means the Green Goblin had the sense to be like, oh, can't miss Thanksgiving. Can't miss Thanksgiving. Green Goblin's got responsibilities.
1: Yeah. With great responsibilities comes, comes great power. <laughs> Two day old
0: turkey that the actors have to pretend doesn't stink. Is that what happened on set? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> it's rough.
1: They don't know that Pete lands with a thud because now all of a sudden he's going to make
0: noises. Right, right. He's been so soft footed the whole time, and now he's like, <laughs> yeah.
1: And so he goes Pete and hides here. in the roof, and everyone decides to go upstairs to look Let's for him. Let's
2: go check on Pete. Everyone,
1: you cannot start barging into teenage boys' bedrooms. You cannot. It's not right. You can't do that. Because sometimes ketchup blood's going to fall on the ground. <laughs> it was. It the looked least real bad. Blood-looking blood. I've it looked ever bad, seen. and and Osborne was... Was apparently got super hearing. When that happened with with the gobby juice. What was that? (laughs) Doesn't matter. He has to go hide twice.
0: I really like uh, the the shot where they pan from the ceiling down to Norman Osborn, and he's already looking ahead. Like, he got there before the audience did. Like, oh, I know what's going on here. It's nice. Nice little touch. It is. Nice little touch. I also like that when he first got to the apartment, he's like, work was murder. So good. Great line. What?
1: He's so good. Pete comes out. Come on downstairs, decides not to patch up his wound, I guess. Yeah, I mean. Because first aid.
0: People were Who looking for it? him, so I guess he thought he needed to be in a hurry, but like really, he had all Big the time old, in
1: the world. Yeah, it bleeds through. Norman Osborn says, that motherfucker's Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like, oh,
0: I don't think you got that cut from a bike delivery guy or messenger or whatever Yeah, and then
1: he just storms out because now- yeah, reasons. Something came to my of reasons.
0: attention. I need to leave immediately because otherwise, I'm going to kill this guy over Thanksgiving. Dinner. But at the
1: same time, I mean, Peter doesn't know that Norman Osborne's Goblin. Even though you have two people who just don't sound like anyone else in the right. world,
0: right? Maybe, maybe there's two people that have that crazy that voice, insane voice. I also loved when Aunt May slaps a crazy man on the hand. Yeah, great.
1: And oh, Willem wasn't having any of it. Wasn't having any of it. And she asked, what I appreciate, is she's asked Norman to say grace. Yeah. What a great little touch. So good. Because, you know, Norman Osborn's going to talk to a mask at this point and crawl on the floor. And somehow it works. He makes this work.
2: Yeah. And
1: decides that, oh, we know it's Peter Parker. Let's go take away something he loves. It shouldn't work.
2: But it does. Aunt May's
1: praying. He, he barges through the wall again. Finish it. Finish it.
0: Deliver us. From evil.
1: <laughs> Rosemary Harris, ladies and gentlemen. So
0: good.
1: So good. <laughs> then she's all moany in the hospital bed.
0: Eyes.
1: Yeah, the yellow by eyes. My God,
0: he had yellow eyes. So she was assaulted by Scott Farkas. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs>
1: we uh mj comes to visit the hospital and only wants to talk about her fucking self classic <laughs> Again, mj classic mj saying what does spider-man say about me she's like i'm in love with somebody
0: and pete's like "Who?" She's like then as pete's explaining silly.
1: all this shit that spider that he said uh, that he told spider-man it looks like
0: mj's Pete herself,
1: like after a real long car ride yeah how her face looks so stupid as she's taking in all this info. It's real bad. It's uh, it's real bad. It's not a good look. They hold hands at a point, too. Because
0: uh, because she's so touched by the words that he said, allegedly, to Spider-Man. It's true. So Aunt May thinks it's and adorable, even though she's, she's, supposed, to she's supposed to be asleep. She's supposed to be asleep. No, That's how this works. Silly
1: old lady. Harry walks
0: in, Bruce sees him holding hands. And that's how he knows that his dad was right about everything he said about it. And he's going to go, he's, yeah.
1: Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. They were holding hands when I walked in. You're right, because Norman stormed out of Thanksgiving on the elevator saying, Storm and Norman on the elevator saying, hey, that's a fucking gold digger. That's all it is. Do what
0: you need to with her and then sweep her. Hey, mate with her. She's (laughs) mate with that woman and then get out of there. I think he says, broom her. That's it. That's (laughs) it. Which is not an expression I was familiar with nope, I want want I want to
1: think Willem Dafoe rewrote his own script.
0: I think from now on, I'm going to start telling people to broom things that they need yeah. to do. You know what? Broom it.
1: <laughs> oh, you had a kid? You broomed her. Good. Oh, good.
0: But then Harry makes the mistake of saying, you know, Oh, Pete's been in love with MJ since the fourth grade. At which point, Norman Osborne Goes pissed. into the uh, second to last step of the Dennis system, and he <laughs> inspires hope. He said, "Come here, son. I love you." Norman Osborn, it's so good. Totally Dennis's his son. He? Oh well, no. Well,
1: he might. He might. He Dennis. If he had bar. more time, I feel like he would have finished it. The Dennis system. Well, he does do that eventually. He does, but at the same time, uh, Harry kind of. No, he doesn't. He doesn't at all, really. If Norman is following through with the Dennis system with MJ, Pete's kind of
0: going off the Max system. Oh, no. I'm saying Norman Osborn yeah. is using the Dennis system on Harry Osborn. No, I got what you're saying
1: there. But what I'm saying is that it, it seems like Peter's just letting the whole Harry thing play out, and he's going to move in he's after completion. He's going to move in after
0: completion. That's right. What? You're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> well you have to imagine that at some point at some point he's demonstrated his value he's got this company he's rich his son's well off yeah engaged physically maybe not that might be a bit much we don't know for a father-son relationship we don't but we don't know i'm not gonna put it against we're him we're not he's gonna, single i'm not gonna say he's that single there's, right and he's got power Got a lot of power well, nurture dependence oh he definitely does that 100 percent 100 percent 100 percent Neglect emotionally? Oh, That's thousand percent. That's, and, then, and then right there in that scene, inspire hope. Yeah. Like, oh, son. Finish it off. What's that S? That S stands for separate entirely. He's about to do that. He is going to do that at for, some point.
1: For forever. But okay. let me ask you this. So at the in, in that hospital room, the Harry thing kind of plays into it afterwards, is MJ is dating Harry. They're an item. She clearly loves Peter's... Personality, right? We're not sure about the whole, the whole package there. Yeah, but man, the way she's talking, she wants to fuck Spidey. She definitely big time wants to. So my Spidey. question to you: oh. Fuck Mary Kill. Here it is, with Harry Peter Spider Man. Go
0: ahead. Oh boy. um Well, I'm going to do this the only way that I know. I'm going to kill Peter. Yeah. Really? Yeah, We're, you didn't see that coming, did you? I kind of didn't. No, I'm killing Peter. He's whiny. He's nerdy. I don't like him. Just because he won a science award, you just assume he's nerdy. He won a science award. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure he said chess in the picture they took at his graduation.
1: Instead of saying cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I We're think funny. It was, We're sciencing.
0: He was the chess club. <laughs> um, he actually said that at the cheese club. I'm gonna fuck Spider Man. Okay. Because he's got all that web slinging, web slinging <laughs> just seems right.
1: You are kissing that Spidey upside down. Oh, At 100%. some point.
0: Duh. How else would you do it? And you're marry huh? marrying Harry. I'm marrying Harry because I got to get that money. Wow. Yeah. What do you mean incredible?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's coming up. We're <laughs> right after, right after you get done fucking Spider-Man. What do you mean incredible? What do you mean incredible? ant May wakes up. She's talking to Peter. This is where we learn that Peter's probably in college. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, My biggest question to you. Okay. Is she says, you're not Superman. What world are we in right now? Is Superman a character in this world? I think like so. is he an actual super? Is he actually Clark Kent Superman, or is it just well known that Superman's a comic and he exists? I think
0: I think he's a comic that exists in this world. Okay, I think he's just. That's a, a
1: very weird DC Marvel crossover. Yeah,
0: and that you're not Superman. I think she's just saying, you know, that guy on TV. He's not, but he
1: happened. But they happen to write in a DC character, and that's, that's the thing that that's a weird choice. It is. That's a really weird choice. But it. You never cross the street.
0: It might have been weirder if she had said, like...
1: You're not Wolverine, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, because then it's like... Wink! Uh, Wolverine was supposed to be in the movie. Why? I don't know. Because the success of the 2000s X-Men. They were Hugh Jackman was supposed to be in the movie. So they were going to create their own MCU. They couldn't... With Fox, Sony... They couldn't get yeah. the costume from Fox... The costume is what held them back. The costume. Well, Fox was arguing rights and everything. And so they were just going to do it anyway, but then they they couldn't get the costume. So that's what held them back. Come up with the yellow costume. Have a ball. Oh, if they had put Hugh Jackman in the yellow costume in that movie, and I would have loved it. It would have been incredible. Yeah. Probably would have kicked off the MCU then. We'd have a
1: totally different oh, MC. Such a weird world. We would definitely have that. Fantastic Four would play a huge role in this MCU. Oh, absolutely. And you still would making probably those have things. your Tom
0: Cruise as Iron Man. Just the shortest Iron Man ever. Yeah. Iron Boy. Iron Boy. Iron
1: Lad. <laughs> Aunt May's got a Southern accent.
2: Yep. Tell MJ how you That's feel.
1: That's the thing.
0: Payphones? Everybody else knows. Why don't we date this? You. We brought
1: up Macy Gray's, bring up payphones. We'll bring just up keep dating phones. this thing. Yeah. Ten got... ten two twenty 220, carrot top. We'll just keep throwing it all out. It, doesn't, it just doesn't <laughs> 10, matter. 10, 2, it doesn't 20. matter.
0: Uh, Bobby had a baby eats a boy.
1: That's it. Yeah. And you call you call him up, you tell your mom to pick you up from school. Right. You say, I'm ready. And she just hangs up the phone. Doesn't accept the charges. No, you don't. That's you how that world works. That's how that world
0: works. Done, done. We got newspapers, payphones, Macy Gray. It's a different time. It's totally, Well, different world. It is a different world. After we're getting done with this, we're gonna get there. So P has his existential dread moment because everybody knows. Oh, the whole world knows. This that whole he's real with MJ, sm- yeah.
1: Which is, who cares? Gabby cares.
0: Gabby cares. Gabby's gonna take that MJ. Mm-hmm. And
1: he's going to go to the Queensboro Bridge in the
0: Roosevelt Island Tramway, and he's going to set up that Gwen Stacy moment. Yep. Let's check out <laughs> what happens over the Queensboro Bridge. There makes him make a choice. You got to choose. And he was able to solve them both the no problems. Get you like. a man who can do both. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. Ooh. The tugboat that comes along. And, okay. And they drop the the tram onto. Yep. The captain of that tugboat. Is a sir? Uh, his his name is Robert Kerman. Not a super recognizable name, but in the major motion picture industry, okay. But in the adult film industry, superstar, very well known. Sticky hands. He was in Debbie Does Dallas. Good for him, among others. And now he's crossed over. Still mainstream, depending on what world you look at. That's true. That's <laughs> oh. true. He's he's a. He went from a big star in one world to a uh, bit part in another. Wow. Tugboat captain, porn star that's Robert Kerman. Range.
1: Toby Maguire's not crossing no. crossing that. No, not street. yet.
2: Can
0: you imagine if he did? No,
1: I would prefer if he didn't. I would too. I'm curious. I'd be curious. I mean, yeah. I'd watch it. I'd be like, I need uh, to see this. Just to see where doesn't matter. Alright, so Spider Man saves both.
0: Right. Great. Because that's what he does. He's the Spider Man. Great. Fucking New Yorkers! New York start shows throwing up. trash. New York shows up, and they're like, "Hey, fuck you, buddy! I'm they're walking litter- here.
1: They're littering into the East River, which, which of course, classic New York. That's... Hey, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us, right? I'll get into this later. The scene was added. Very important. I don't doubt that it was added. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna the final fight that happens. Yeah, let's get to that. Uh, Roosevelt, Roosevelt. It's on Roosevelt
0: Island. The smallpox hospital, um, on Island. Roosevelt Island. It's pretty cool. It's time for the boss fight.
1: It's pretty cool. It's a great fight. Yeah, and this is where I think Sam Raimi is really recognizable. Yes, it, it's it's terrific. Where you get you taking out of the moment things with, yeah, they're talking, and the pokeball blasts his face apart again. Naturally, and now you, you see finally get into it and the it's emotion in his so face. Oh, good. Toby's got to act. Toby's got to do some acting here. Finally. It's, uh, uh, he throws a web up and apparently it's made of steel. You got to have the steel webs. Didn't know that was the thing. Uh, it's the first time I noticed that Willem Defoe. You could see his mouth moving underneath that mask.
2: Yeah.
0: He's in there. Yeah. And he's, he did, he's working 90% of his own stunts because he didn't think the stuntman would have the Willem. The Willem. The Defoe. Godspeed, Willem. Uh,
1: Norman turns on, kind of turns back to Norman briefly. You're going to get something before
0: that. There's no music in this scene. Danny fucking Elfman probably made that decision. Danny fucking Elfman. Even in silence, he's a god. You know what? You don't need me here. Nothing here. You know what? This is me. (laughs) I actually, I actually wrote down no music, which is somehow far more dramatic. Still like to think it was Danny Elfman's idea. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Norm, Norman says, uh. It's me.
1: It's me. I'm like a father to you. At that point, Peter should call bullshit. Right. On that moment, he's like, oh, "We just up. met." Like he hits this real subtle button on his wrist, which I really liked, because it is very subtle. So subtle. And we know it because we see the little light flashing. It's, it's quiet. It's quiet. It's quick. It's gets up, says, "Godspeed, Spider-Man."
0: Which Spidey senses firing, even before the Spidey senses fired. Yeah. You shouldn't have said that. No, you don't do that.
1: Yeah you don't do it that. Gives- glider, come, and you get the O in <laughs> the quick cut. And then you get to see this is this is Sam Raimi. All over the spikes from the front of the glider going through the bricks that are covered in blood.
0: Yep. I love it. It's great. I love it so it's
1: much. So good.
0: It's uh Spider-Man doesn't kill, but he will not stop you from committing suicide by glider.
1: Yeah. Norman says, don't tell Harry.
0: Don't tell Harry. Collapses. That was also added after. Uh, That's a great little touch.
1: Willem, That's a great little scene. Willem
0: Dafoe yeah. had already gone on to act in another movie. He was wearing a wig during that one scene. Really? Yeah, like a little like David Bowie wig. Sure. So, Why not? Just Hey, come back and film this one scene where you say, don't tell Harry.
1: Get back in this co- costume. He did it. It's great.
0: Right. Uh we're going to go- uh, Let's deliver Norman's corpse home. Yeah, wrapped in a blanket. Yep. And of course, Harry's going to walk in at that moment. And of course,
1: Harry's going to open the one drawer that that's next to him that has a gun in it. Naturally. And then uh, we're going to go funeral.
0: And let's go to that funeral.
1: Where no one's at for a Nobody's... captain of industry.
0: Right. All right. right. Not much family. No. No. So that's- No. Not oh. much going on. So it's
1: a very small funeral. Again- Peter and MJ talk just standing still. Yep. Just, just doing, standing there, doing nothing, talking doing amongst nothing. grave graves. Uncle Ben happens to be the same yeah, cemetery. Yeah. There's also
0: all? a gravestone that says uh, Stacy on it. Really? Yeah. The last name Stacy is, is in the same.
1: Graveyard. I didn't catch that. Interesting. Wink yeah. again.
0: It's like, remember that last scene where it was MJ? Could have gone a whole lot different. Could have. Could have. In another world, it did. Harry's also all like, I'm going to kill the Spider Man, but at least I have you, Pete. <laughs> womp womp oh
1: boy sounds like a sequel we're setting up <laughs>
0: sounds like it
1: they talk mj is like i love you pete i was only thinking about you and pete's like nah man so that's you weird ever- hey you ever see cheers i know you want to bone the spider but listen okay. mj sam and diane let's do that let's do that instead <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she kisses him and he's like wait a minute and she's all like hey that kisses
0: so, oh, right side up but you... i still feels right that feels like an upside down spider-man kiss
1: oh, i don't get it your lips do weird things. He does some VO at one point, a yeah. voiceover. Yeah.
0: Where uh, he's, uh, we also get an ugly cry with a vengeance. That's the third ugly cry of the movie.
1: Yeah. That's why it's with a vengeance. But this is the part that pissed me off, was that, that voiceover that Pete has during the middle of the conversation says, there was so much I wanted to say, but I couldn't. You're treating us like idiots. Just have them act. Yeah. Have them
0: act. Yeah, there's, there was no need for it. Any of the the, Tobes Magobes VO. Yeah. And In then, the beginning or the end. Doesn't- Totally unnecessary. But then
1: Spidey goes and he spideys off and ends with an American flag and it feels appropriate. Yes. And Spider Man. And Two Thousand Two. Elf- Elfman. And Elfman. <laughs> uh this would have been a drastically different movie if Jen Elfman had done the score.
0: Yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh question. Yeah. Closing credits. What song was playing in the version you watched? Hero by Chad Kroger, and I hated it. Yes, same. <laughs> Apparently the theatrical version, it was uh, Aerosmith covering the Spider-Man theme.
1: I don't like Aerosmith, and that's a much better idea than Chad Kroger than Chad doing Kroger Hero. Chad Kroger and, and I even Scott.
0: Wrote, I wrote direct
1: points off for Chad
0: Kroger. Right. What's more 2002, though, than Chad Kroger. back to <laughs> saliva and yeah. the anthem of the movie?
2: You need a hero. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need that.
1: And the movie, what are your thoughts? I like it. I do too. I love it, and I will actually. nitpick the fuck out of it. Oh, absolutely! And I'm
0: gonna—I have so many problems I with it, it. I but love I it. love it. Absolutely love it. Um, it might be because it came out when I was in high school. Yep. And it was like, this was—I didn't see X-Men in theaters. I didn't either. I didn't see X-Men I saw, until I saw years X2 years later. X2 was the first one I saw in theaters. Um, years later, I until I saw the, any of the X-Men movies. Um, but Spider-Man came out, and there was a huge, there was okay. Here's a fun fact. This movie had thirty million dollars in advertising and marketing and promotion. That's a lot. That's so a realistically tonic. this movie cost
1: 109 million. No, because Yeah. Oh
0: man. All right, that's a lot. Yeah. Thirty million in promotion. That's insane. So obviously I was like, oh, I have to see this movie. Also, it's the Spider-Man yeah. who is of the mainstream Marvel he's, heroes. He's the Marvel
1: flagship he's in my, my mind. He's He's the Marvel flagship. in My he's my favorite too.
0: Absolutely. He's he's great.
2: No, I he's absolutely great. love so, this movie. I think
0: I saw it. I saw it. I don't know if I saw it opening weekend. I don't know if I if I contributed to that 114 million. I didn't. I didn't um, see this till it came out on DVD. If I didn't see it opening weekend, it was like the weekend after. Yeah. And I saw it with a bunch of my friends on like a Friday night. Sure. And it was amazing. And I have fond memories. This was, this was my, my superhero movie as a kid.
1: This is my superhero movie as a teenager. I guess as a teenager, yeah. yeah.
0: But I think the even reason Batman, why we, I didn't see until. Yeah,
1: but I think the reason why this relates so well, like we're both 30, 31, and uh, in there somewhere. Peter Parker was a kid. Peter
0: Parker was a kid. And he's Peter a human Parker, kid. He had
1: issues. He had his own issues that we can kind of sort of, I mean, I never got bit by a radioactive spider. No, but, but I've been bit by spiders. Yeah, but I can relate to the things that he's going through with the relationships and the life right. and the job and the college and all that. His uncle dying, and that didn't actually happen to me. No, but. no, not me neither, but still. But he was relatable,
2: even though he was not, 10 years I think too old to be in high school. Yeah,
1: but I think that's the whole charm of Spider-Man, is that he's Absolutely. he's human.
2: That's, that's He's not why your he's, bat.
1: But the thing is that he's an everyman. He's not... He's not Bruce Wayne, who is he chooses to be a superhero, but he's, he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire, he's got a, right, Bruce Wayne right. and Batman massively
0: okay. different. Same with um, Iron Man. He's, he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire. That's all it it's is. Not it's relatable. Just a guy who and Superman has every power in the world. Not relatable. No, because Spider- he's
1: an alien, Spider- not Spider-Man human. Is just a dude. He's a dude in a suit, but he's he high He got these kid. gifts got thrust got upon him, and he got the gifts thrust upon him. That's gifts all it was.
0: And curses.
1: Yeah, yeah, but major elephant in the room. On this, this and entire this movie, is, is when it got released.
0: Yes.
2: Got
1: released May 3rd, 2002. Yeah. We're only
0: eight months removed from nine eleven. Yeah. And uh, you feel it. You do feel it. And this is like one of the first major motion pictures that really was mm-hmm. like, This movie's a love letter,
1: New York. Hey, guys. In so many ways. Yeah. And it's so well done. That's why I understand the New York strong part. Right. At the end, you mess with all of us. We're walking here. Yeah. It's it's so good. We're all walking here. But one of my, I remember seeing it not long after this movie came out was on the internet, was the first trailer for this movie. Oh, right. And the first trailers movie is, you don't see Spider-Man for a little while in it. You see the robbery and he catches them all on the web. In the web. And the web of the helicopter between the Twin Towers. Right. And it is so effective. Yeah. And it is an incredible shot. And they've had to pull it. And they had to pull it. And And
0: they went back into this movie and scrubbed the World Trade Center towers from the entire movie. Have to. Unfortunately, you have to. And
1: it's just, it's one of those things where you, I mean, this movie, you feel it. That's why the American flag at the end, right? it's appropriate. I understand them adding that scene with New Yorkers. This movie's a love letter to New York. Absolutely. This is the movie that, and I mean, yeah, the movie was in production at the time that that happened, but that's this is kind of the movie that they needed.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It touched on so many things, which made it culturally, culturally significant and uh, I think also helped contribute to its mass appeal and success.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I, I think if this movie had come out like August of 2001, it wouldn't have had the same pull.
1: No, no, you're absolutely right. Because I feel like it would have been more awkward. Yeah. Actually. because yeah, I been, don't
0: think people would have wanted to revisit it.
1: Yeah. Because this thing so came out beginning of summer sequels. instead of end of summer. This right. was the blockbuster of that year and- Oh god, that it shatter records? Oh yeah. It's
0: the the first movie to ever break a hundred million on opening weekend. That's incredible. That's nuts.
1: That's Tobey Maguire led vehicle. Toby Maguire and Sam Raimi. That makes no sense at all. I like it. I love it. <laughs> but it still doesn't make any sense to me that these two work
0: together. So well. What do you think of, of Tobey Maguire as a Peter Parker? compared to the others who have played him. It's interesting
1: because he's definitely the oldest. Yes. I think uh, he's the most kind of human out of it because it's not, he's not playing it for laughs. Yeah. Cause Spider-Man's got, he's a, he's snarky. He talks back big time. He says, Oh, why don't you let mom and pa, mom and dad talk for a second? It's like, yeah, that's snarky and everything, but it sounds awkward coming from it. Sounds yeah. It sounds campy coming from him. It
0: does sound campy coming from him,
1: which works for a comic book. But Andrew Garfield, I feel like played it a bit too goofy, almost. Yeah. And those, I mean, those two yeah. movies are fine. Yeah. We'll get to them they're... one day. They're Maybe. fine. <laughs> uh, and Tom Holland, I, I feel like plays it too young, but it works really well. I
0: think Tom Holland crushes it.
1: Yeah, I feel I, that's the only thing. I feel like he plays it too young.
0: I think that's because you're used to a
1: and almost thirty year old Spider Man in high that's school. That's probably why.
0: Tom Holland, I believe every second of it that he's a high schooler.
1: Yeah. Which is. Yeah, I'll give you that.
0: Perfect. He's the most chatty of the bunch. That's for sure. Which is appropriate for Spider Man. I don't know for Peter Parker. I agree. Yeah. Is.
1: Well, it's, how different is Peter Parker than Spider Man when it all comes down to it? So I've always seen him as one and the same. Yeah. He doesn't. I mean, yeah, he puts the suit on, but he doesn't take over a different persona so much. Right. Whereas, like, hello, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Batman. <laughs>
2: Where's Rachel? <laughs> and then you have,
1: hey, I'm Superman. Hey, I'm Superman. Right. It doesn't mean... <laughs> Hi, I'm Clark Kent. It doesn't, it doesn't do
0: anything. Hi, I'm Clark Kent without glasses. I mean Superman. Sorry.
1: Sorry for the slip up. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, pay no attention to what I just said.
1: So I just... I've always thought Peter Parker was a totally unique superhero. Yes. Because it wasn't his choice. That's fair. I mean, Deadpool Maybe... wasn't his choice. I get it. I'm like thinking back on the... Yeah, but... Uh, Steve Rogers was his choice.
0: It was 100% his
1: choice. 100%. Think of any of the other Avengers.
0: Iron Man, his choice.
1: How, well, his ne-
0: born his, out of necessity.
1: Born out of necessity.
0: But then it was afterwards, his choice.
1: So you have like a freak thing happen and you suddenly gain your powers. Yeah. That's usually well, a villain that's thing. That's usually of, a villain thing to happen. That's
0: kind of what happened to Spider-Man too, though. Like once he has the powers, he- He's got to make the choice. He dives in. He's like, oh, I have this great power.
1: Great responsibility I guess time. Now, I have, great now responsibility. I have this great power. Before I didn't, but now I do.
0: Right. Uncle Ben didn't know I had this great power. He had no clue. None. Post whatsoever. His ghost will next movie. I think if Uncle Ben didn't die, he might not have become the superhero. He had to learn that his actions have consequences. And Correct. He had to learn. So he's like, all right, so now I got justice. What Ben said about responsibility is actually right. He didn't know it applied, but it applies. It's true. I think. I think. uh so it played it a little too awkward. You think it was acting choices? You think it was? Oh, I think it's just director choices. Okay. I think it's just him as a person was too awkward.
1: I could buy that. How do you think? Uh, how do you think Willem Dafoe did it? Amazing. Yeah. I, he he killed it. He's he's great. I really like Goblin because do you, what's Goblin's motivation? He's insane. That's his character trait that we're told to beginning what's his motivation what's he after in this movie it's real straightforward most modern day superhero movies you have them saving the world right like oh we're gonna lift this giant city up and we're gonna we're gonna fucking kill everyone fine we're gonna release a giant hole in Manhattan destroy everyone blah blah blah, blah. goblin just wants to kill spider-man yeah that's it it's real low stakes for the rest just of the city kill when Spider-Man. it comes down to it so this is kind of a one-on-one thing. It makes it more believable yeah. in my mind with the yeah. villain it's, it's a... Of he has his his, he, I'm gonna kill Spider-Man,
0: end. That's kind of like the Joker.
1: It is kind. Of, well, the Joker is how the Joker is also yeah. That's his endgame. It's real straightforward it here. It is.
0: It is. And I kind
1: it? of enjoy that because you don't. Spider-Man. You do not get that.
0: I feel like in a lot of superhero movies. Yeah. That's true. So I guess that's um, going back to the uh, the independent article from Batman last week. There were five things it mentioned that uh-huh. that the mo- modern comic book movies are missing that Batman had. Sure. Style. This is different because this is different because you're, you're Gotham not Gotham getting... is designed.
1: New York is New York. New York is New York. You well, that's a... setting. Setting is. is one of them. In terms of style, style, you're only getting really the Spidey suit. You're getting the Goblin suit. Right. I would say there's not much else to play with. I would you don't say have a whole city
0: to imagine. Those
1: things are great.
0: What else you got? Noticeable music. Fucking Elfman. Danny fucking Elfman. <laughs> Same music, arguably. That's true. Uh, villains. Great villain.
1: great villain. Great villain. Clear motivation. Great character.
0: Well acted. Has some depth to him. Yeah. Nailed Which it. you don't see nope. a lot of. Nailed it. Um, setting. New York, New York. New York. You can't, I mean... You don't get to design it all up like your own custom Gotham. Correct, but, but it's still the the actual article said Gotham's more than just a place, and I think New York is the same thing. It's a, there's the people. You have the the cutscenes during that one montage with the New Yorkers. You have them on the bridge. You cover the whole city though. You get you get Queens you get where you grew up. You right. get Queensboro Bridge. You get Manhattan. Yeah, You get Roosevelt Island, which that's the forgotten yeah. spot. Nobody of ever Manhattan. does that. Yeah. And then female characters, which... Uh, weak. Weak. Very but weak. But so that was Batman. So to yeah. say that modern superhero movies are missing what Batman had, you're definitely overlooking Spider-Man in that claim.
1: I completely agree. We know what we thought of this movie. Yes.
0: Let's take a look at uh,
1: what our good friend Roger Ebert had to say about oh, this Oh,
0: what did Roger You Eber know who Roger Ebert is, right? I'm very familiar. He's the guy... Well,
1: for those who don't, he's the guy who saw Kazam, the 1996 movie Kazam, and said, as for Shaquille O'Neal given his three wishes the next time, he should go for a script, a director, and an interesting character.
0: <laughs>
1: Burn. So Roger Ebert gave Batman two stars.
0: Was it two and a half?
1: No. Solid two. Here, he's giving it two and a half stars, Spider-Man. Oh, He likes yes. Spider-Man more. He did. So- Uh, I'm just going to read it because it's easier. He said, imagine Superman with a Clark Kent more charismatic than the Man of Steel. And you'll understand how Spider-Man goes wrong. What? Tobey Maguire is pitch perfect as the socially retarded Peter Parker. But when he becomes Spider-Man, the film turns to action sequences that zip along like perfunctory cartoons. Not even during Spidey's first experimental outings do we feel that flesh and blood are contending with gravity. Spidey soars too quickly through the skies of Manhattan. He's as convincing as
0: Mighty Mouse.
2: Since
1: How does this get a better star rating when that sounds so negative?
0: Well, it sounds like he just has a problem with the physics.
1: I agree, but that's the that's a if he has a problem with the physics, it means he couldn't suspend his disbelief.
0: That's true. And that's
1: the entire point of movies. Right. So, I don't know. I'm going to go on cuz the next paragraph's important. It says the appeal of the best sequences in the Superman and Batman movies is that they lend weight and importance to comic book images. I agree. Yeah. Within the ground rules set by each movie, they even have plausibility as a reader of the Spider-Man comics. I I admired the virtue, the
0: vertiginous. What is, is, is Ebert making up words here?
1: Good for him. The vertiginous frames showing Spidey dangling from terrifying heights. He had the powers of a spider and the instincts of human being, which makes him great. But the movie is split between a plausible Peter Parker and an inconsequential superhero. I sort of agree.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I can see where you
1: get that from. I kind of get it. Yeah. He goes on to talk about Crouch, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and how it defies gravity, literally. This man's got a problem with the science of it.
0: He does. That's really what it
1: comes down to. I think
0: it's less the science of it and more that Spider-Man never really, I mean, like he, there's a lot of woohooing and yeah, he never really is like, oh, crap, I'm like way up here. So you're saying he's just accepting. He's just, he just blindly just accepts all of it and doesn't really.
1: That's fair. Other critics, uh, Associated Press said with earnest, unpretentious delivery, Maguire is an eminently likable hero audiences will root for from his earliest moments as a class wimp. I don't really find myself rooting for him yeah. as much as I just like being entertained, yeah. which is fine. Uh, New York Daily News says Spider-Man is almost a perfect extension of the experience of reading comic book adventures. Fully agree.
0: They nail the tone. Fully sure. agree. Ebert actually goes and praises all of the cast, saying they did a good job. So he just has a problem with science. He has a problem with science. Fine.
1: <laughs> if that's where you want to pick on, Fine. Uh, in The New Yorker, they say the perils and advantages of being bitten by a genetically modified spider are made abundantly clear in Sam Raimi's enjoyable, if broken-backed exercise in a high-cost pulp. Brokeback has taken on a totally different meaning nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> so I have one one final question for you here. Okay. On The Rotten Tomatoes, top 64 superheroes of all time, or superhero movies of all time. Yeah. Batman was number 51. Okay. Do you think that this is above or below Batman? I think it comes in above it. What number are you thinking? How many are on the list? 64. Batman was 51.
0: 44.
1: You're not giving it as much respect as uh, Rotten Tomatoes is. The Rotten Tomatoes score, which I don't care what a lot of people say. I believe in it Okay. for a lot of stuff. This scored a 90%. Oh, wow. That's really high. Yeah, it is. So this is number 24 on the list. Oh,
0: wow. That's a respectful position. That is. I'm surprised that Batman's that low then.
1: I am too, and Batman scored
0: 72%. Wow. So to
1: give you a little idea of this falls at number 24, it's surrounded by at number 25, Deadpool. That low? And just above it at 23, Big Hero 6.
0: Which I haven't seen.
1: It's terrific. That's what I I've heard. love it. But just to give you a little idea of where this thing falls, that's, I mean, it's getting- It's good company. Resp- it's good company. Do you think it should be higher? No, well, you already said it should, it should be lower. I think it should be lower. I think it should be higher. Really? Yeah. I think that this really defines it. This really defines the character. This is a great setup to the character. I don't think you get your Tom Holland doing a great job without Tobin McGuire doing a great job.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I think if, if Tobey Maguire hadn't done a great job, that it probably would have ended the attempts at Spider-Man movies for a while. Completely agree. And it wouldn't have set a certain tone that you get with the MCU. There would have been other attempts at X-Men movies, which really wouldn't- well, Which there were. They didn't alter their their path based on Spider-Man, really. No. Um, Nothing really changed. But like, what else came out after that? Fantastic Four? Which has its own issues. Probably would have come out exactly the same yeah. if this movie had flopped. yeah, Probably. Um, the 2003 Hulk movie was probably already too late in production to change I would at say. that point. So I guess really, if it weren't for the, maybe they would have pushed Iron Man up sooner. It's possible. But it wouldn't have had the same tone. I don't, I don't think, think it would have. Because he wouldn't have had Spider-Man 2. Correct. To, to help I, it along the way. I think
1: Spider-Man 2 is a whole lot more important than Spider-Man is. Yes. But this is an extremely we'll important movie. Oh, absolutely. When it comes down to it, because this is the $100 million mark. This is it, And yeah, it and turns is... out that that's nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Batman <laughs> It's about Batman to, was the first blockbuster. It's about to get fucking real. This was the these... first behemoth in yeah. superhero films.
1: Yeah. So, you hinted that it before. Next week, we're going to dip our toe into the MCU.
0: Yeah, Finally.
1: We're going to kick it off right from the start. Where else would you start it? The next week on the program, Iron Man. Iron Man. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts from. Yeah.
0: Leave any feedback. Yeah. Let us know how much you hated this movie. Or loved it. With That too. Yeah. Or- Tell us how wrong we are. Tell us how indifferent you are. Fact check us. I don't care.
1: Please. Oh, God. (laughs) It's a good thing we're not on I'm not on Twitter.
2: You
0: are. <laughs> uh, yes I
2: am.
1: But
0: uh you got anything else to add? Um with great rhubarb comes great responsibility. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: for God's sakes, s- stay out of your teenage boy's room. Yeah, don't just It's bark so
2: gross. It's not okay. It's so
0: gross. Talking to you,
2: you.
0: So that's Spider-Man. What do you uh what do you think happens after the credits?
1: What I think happens is Peter can't live in that apartment with uh with Harry anymore. Sure. Cause they're they're gonna be frenemies real soon. Yeah. Uh, I think Peter does he move back in with Aunt May? Or is he gonna shitty no, he gets shitty apartment in with the Ru- the Russian kind of guy? Yeah. Either way, he goes and gives his laundry to Aunt May to do and we see Aunt May putting his laundry into the washing machine. Yeah. She pulls out a tube sock and it's real sticky. And she goes,
0: ugh. <laughs> and then cuts to black. That's it. <laughs> uh, what did she think he was doing with his door closed all those times? What about you? What do you think? I think uh, it's pitch black and you get a single spotlight shining somewhere on a new york street or a stage or something doesn't matter where just a single spotlight and uh into that spotlight walks a guy just steps into the spotlight and you know who it is who it's danny fucking elfman (laughs) and he just says you're welcome